Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout. And be heard. What, what, what's new? Crickets. Uh, what are you doing, Hefe? Oh, what's new, J-Dubs? Welcome to the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Funniest night show in America. Best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. I am El Hefe. J-Dubs, I guess he didn't want to show up for work today. So it's just going to be me and you tonight. Um, however, that still leaves you plenty of opportunity uh, to be somebody. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. Um, that is uh, Matt Albert, third Mike and Ryder, 6'5", 500 pounds, 21-year-old black virgin, patchy baldness and graying hair. He's screening your phone calls. Chunks is the executive producer of The Hideout. He hosts the Hideout Headlines game show here in about 15 minutes. And that is where uh, you heard the headlines on the Phillips file. We turn them into prizes, the Hideout Headlines game show. Tommy Bateman is our director on top of the talk and roll controls. He's responsible for the Hideout page on RealRadio.fm. It is a very busy Thursday night here in the Hideout. Uh, here's what we have going on for you this evening. We will have the Chunks Fat Man Diary, the usual Thursday favorite during the 8 o'clock hour. The Chunks Fat Man Diary are actual diary entries from Chunks' own personal diary that he kept right up until we moved down to Florida. And he says he has a goodie tonight. Also, too, this evening, the Hideout Central Florida News Tour. That's where we fire up the Hideout News Van, take it around different places in Central Florida and get you caught up with your area's news. In addition to that, we have uh, the Orlando Predators stopping by. I believe the outstanding Brett Bushy will be in. And uh, in addition to that, too, uh, Khalil Carter for the Preds will be hanging out in the Hideout this evening. Of course, we have the Hideout Door Prize Blowout, tonight's game, Insane in the Brain. And it is Thursday night, so that means on a Thursday night, By Curious BJ will earn a lap dance from the lovely ladies from Dancers Royale, who will be coming up this evening. And the way he earns the lap dance is with a pop rock enema. So that is all. That's just some of the stuff that is slated for you this evening here in the hideout. Now, J-Dubs, I guess, was taking his chick out of town to the airport and has not been able to make it back yet is traffic that bad on i4 i did not have the opportunity i know it can be rough but ah you know why tomorrow's a holiday monday's a holiday people yes people are escaping out of town there's dubs from heaven now oh dubs how i miss you hurry up go to break i need a cigarette uh i'm sure you're smoking right now in your kid's <laughs> van 
1041 You need to be somebody. Mandy and Ocala, you're in the hideout. What's up, Mandy? Yes, hi. Um, You know, don't get me wrong. I'm not a jealous person or anything, but I was just in the shower, and when I came out, I found my fiancé, and he was looking at porn on the Internet. And, you know, it bothers me because I don't have a very high self-esteem, and it's like, why does he have to be looking at other people? And... I don't know. I just wanted a guy's input on this because, like, I mean, he broke down. He was in tears, and, you know, All right, hold on. I feel really bad. All right, hold on a second. So you, the guy was in tears. That's only because he got caught. Yeah, the guy was in tears because you busted him looking at pornography when you came out of the shower. Now, we have to set the scene a little bit. Uh, let me ask you, Mandy, what do you look like? I am 5'3". Mm-hmm. I am 19 years old. I uh, I weigh 113 pounds. I have long brown hair. I mean, uh, not is, bad looking. Is there a celebrity that you would most resemble? <laughs> Probably not. I would say I'm my own person. All right, but you've never been told you look like Nicole Kidman or uh, uh, Ron Jeremy. There's never been anyone that you know you've been told, hey, I look like this person. Uh, no, not that I can remember. All right, now let me say this, because I'm actually going to make you feel better, Mandy. Now, it doesn't matter if you were the most gorgeous woman uh, on this earth, your fiancé would still be looking at pornography. And you can look at just very famous cases of guys with extremely hot chicks uh, who look at porn, who cheat. You have to realize and understand, it's just in a guy's nature. And it's not anything having to do with you at all. I bet he loves you. He can't wait to marry you. But when you're in the shower, he wants to be thinking of someone that isn't you. Hmm. Does that hurt your feelings? Well, see, when we had first got together, he left me for some 14-year-old. So I have How old are you again? 19. Uh, you're 19? How, how old is I'm he? I'm six months older than my fiancé. All right, so first of all, that's your first mistake. You guys shouldn't be getting married. But you're 19 and he is maybe 19, 18? Yes. And he left you. when you. How long have you guys been together? Uh, Not that long, about two years. And we're not going to get married anytime soon. We're just engaged for a while. You know, it's not going to be any time soon. It's just. So he left you for a 14-year-old. Yes, he did. Let me ask and you. When he was looking at the Internet, was it kitty porn? Yes, it was. Because, you know, I mean, I have been on our computer, and when you type up different letters, stuff will pop up. And, I mean, it was really nasty kid pornography, you know, and it's like, hello, this is our home. I don't want to, you know, okay. go down for this. All right, hold on a second. So, all right, so, but your major concern is the fact that he was looking at porn and not thinking of you or that he was looking at kitty porn both pretty much bother me the same okay i i don't know i think one should probably bother you a little bit more well, yeah that, i mean it's i mean it's not like little little kid porn but it's like 14 16 year yeah, old it's, between that bracket yeah that's still gonna uh to send him to jail all right now tommy bateman you have uh, some thoughts for mandy and ocala here in the hideout and rural radio first of all I can just hear the lack of self-esteem in her voice. Why? I, I, I don't get it. She sounds to me 
Like she thinks uh, she sounds very unsure of herself. I'm sure this guy could probably. I'm sure he plays the nice guy, but I'm sure he does things like that. You know, like leaving her for a 14 year old, and then she takes him back. That obviously doesn't speak very highly of her self esteem. And second of all, there's no reason at all you should be engaged or with anyone long term when you're 19 years old. Now let me ask you: Do you think possibly you should uh, be breaking up with this guy and looking for somebody else? Are you guys already living together? Well, actually, at the moment, we're living with his parents. His his dad, you know, they have problems. His mom has uh, thyroid cancer, and she's had her thyroids removed, and his dad is losing his vision. And so, you know, his dad is... That'll happen when you look at kitty porn. Right. All, right. all right, hold on a second, Mandy. Here's somebody on the phone that wants to help you out. From heaven, J-Dubs. Dubs. Dude, why am I missing the hottest phone call that's happened since the hideout began? Where are you? In the parking lot. Well, get up here, then, and be a part of it. All right. I'll see you later. <laughs> see you later. Hang up the phone. All right, Mandy, what would you like for us to do? Do you want us to get a hold of your uh, fiancé and ask him about his affliction? Oh, God, no. No, I, um, you know, I just wanted a guy, because, you know, he, he was really upset, and, you know, I'm upset, too, but, like, well, I mean... Because he can go I to want... jail. Yeah, was he upset because he got bu- he got busted watching the kiddie porn? I mean, is that what it is? I, now it makes more sense as to why he was crying. What, Tommy? No, it's one of those things where he knows she's going to get upset, and then she caught him doing something, and in order to make himself, you know, look like the good guy and not get yelled at, he starts crying, like, I'm sorry, I shouldn't be doing this. All that stuff. It's just to get off the hook. Hey, why it's not because he's legitimately sorry. Why do you have a low self-esteem, Mandy? What's the issue, then? You seem like... She's not very bright. Let me ask you. Do you um, think that possibly... Uh, were you touched when you were a kid? Um, no. Yes. Don't lie. Come on. It's okay. Nobody, you're using a fake name here in the hideout. We're all friends. This would really help explain the situation a lot more if you were honest. Okay, yes, I was. All right, you were. That's something I like to talk about. No, I understand. I mean, nobody does. So let me ask you, do you think that part of you then wants to rescue this boyfriend of yours, this fiancé of yours, because you feel that you could keep him from touching other underage people? Like somehow you could save him and that would then in turn uh, give you more value? Um. Have you thought about that? No, I haven't thought about that round. I, I mean, I'm at work right now. I just got here, like, not even an hour ago, and this happened right before I came to work. I jumped in the shower before I got here, and when I came into the room, you know, he was playing a video game whenever I left the shower, and whenever I came back into the room, he was, like, on the computer, and he pushed the button to shut the screen off, but not the computer at the bottom, and... He, like, jumped on the bed, and then he grabbed me, and I was like, what were you doing? And he's like, nothing, and he's trying to kiss me and stuff, and I pushed him off. Of course, he's worked up. And I turned the screen back on, and he's covering the bottom, because I guess he had hit the little minus button to make it go down, and he was covering the bottom so I wouldn't see what he had pulled up. Right. But I've seen it before, like, the sites that he goes to, and, you know, I always tell him, you know, I know what you're doing and why, and, you know, I argue, we argue about it, and, um... You know, he always says, oh, it's not me, it's not me, and it's my sister's husband, and, you know, he blames it on everybody else. All right, hold and on. this time, I caught him. In but you know better. Yeah, you, you yes, know he's no. lying to you. Why are no. you constantly being the victim? Why do you let yourself just be the victim all the time? Just because it happened to when you, when you were younger? Why don't you do something and change that? I don't know. 
Hello? Why don't you call the cops? Hold on. Maria wants to... Another woman wants to talk to you, okay? Is that all right? Yes. All right. Let's go to Maria. Maria with hey, Mandy. Uh, my name's Maria, and I just want to say I'm a survivor of thyroid cancer, which is basically Braga. the best cancer you can... As far as getting cancer, because of the survival rates are great. Mm -hmm. I, you know, it, 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 it doesn't seem like, at least for me, after she's had it removed... She doesn't require any sort of at-home care as far as living with them. And because he's surfing for the stuff on the web because of the Patriot Act and all of these expanded laws, he, he's going to go to jail. Like, they will eventually track it down and find him. That's how they find sexual predators. Now, can they, put, can they put Mandy in jail for aiding and abetting? No, but does she want to go through that if she's still with him to... to uh, and also, I mean, this radio program, she's saying that she knows it already, and she hasn't reported it to the police. Who knows? She could be, mm -hmm. because she is not saying anything. Right, let me it's say this. It would be fantastic. It would be great public uh, publicity for the hideout if somehow we could bust kid touchers uh, here. Considering we have one working for the show, J-Dubs. Uh -huh. uh -huh. uh, I hear you. Mandy, what do you think? Um, well, you know, I'm not trying to help him get busted or nothing. I'd rather not be a part of that. You're just going to let it go, and everything will just get worse and worse, and then 10 years from now, you'll be with, like, three kids, and he'll be off with some 10-year-old girl. Or with the kids. Yeah, and you'll just be crying, I don't know what happened, I treated him nicely. Let me you, ask, know, you know how this is going to end, don't you? Let me ask you, too, sweetie. Do you, does he make you put on pigtails when you guys are together intimately? No. No? She is his, like, normal normal life. You know, I take her out in the public. This is who I am with. This is who I really the am. The beard. Yes. All right, Mandy, you're a beard. Do you realize that? I'm a what? Beard. You are, you're the cover-up for uh, his... For his deviancy. Yeah. You help him put on the facade that he's just a normal, everyday guy instead of the guy who goes home and looks I, at kitty porn. Right, here's the problem, Andy, in all seriousness, okay? Uh, that's on your computer. Like, the kid touching porn is on your computer. Right. So there's a that, chance... Yeah, I mean, in the end, I mean, that's kind of your responsibility. Like, you have to. Otherwise, they could say, well, it was her. And then they could label you. I don't know. Do you live with your parents, too, or do you live on your own? They live with his parents. <laughs> his parents could be liable, too. I mean, it, it, there's a lot of people in this that could be in a lot of trouble. Mandy, here's what I want you to do, because we're already up on a commercial break. Can we put you on hold? Are you at work now? Yes, I am. What kind of job allows you to call into a radio station and out your uh, kid-touching boyfriend? Um, I work at uh, Hungry Howie's. <laughs> okay, you didn't have to say that, but all right. Fair Pizza, enough. All right. All right. Um... I tell you what, can, do you have a phone number we can call you back at later? Uh, hold no. Uh, hold on, well, hold on. Well, uh, we, want, we have a game show to do, but we want to uh, keep on talking to you. Yeah, we want to keep on talking to you. Hold on for a second, Mandy. Hold on, a minute too late, man. You're hey, in the high. Hey, you know, I figured out what that lady's problem is, man. What do you think it is? Um, I have a feeling, I can just tell in her voice that she was molested when she was younger. We already got, you're a minute too, too late. late. For a second, I almost started screaming until I remembered who it was. <laughs> Yeah, you're a minute. The more most important thing, not even that he was looking at the kitty porn, it's her that she took him back after he left her for a 14-year-old. Mm -hmm. And she doesn't seem to think that that was that big of a deal. Where did the thyroid cancer come in in all this? Uh, that's where the... Uh, his, his, his mom, mom has it. Yeah, oh. that whole thing.
Just... <laughs> what the hell? Just hmm. all the chaos. I'm irritated by all the chaos that she has. Why does that bother you? Just because. It's like, why would you surround yourself with all this chaos? Do you like to have order around you? And uh, when you see someone with chaos, it just completely bothers you? No, but why would you take on all that extra stuff? Here's the thing. I mean, she obviously has her own issues because of the fact that she was touched when she was a kid. That's why I wanted her to admit it. Nightmare Dave's Most free. unbelievable part of it, not my ex-girlfriend. That's the, that's the crazy part. Maybe. Maybe in the future. And that's the other thing that kind of drives you insane if you're a Matt Albert or a Nightmare Dave, is this chick seems like she's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. She seems kind of hot. Mm-hmm. She's got a job. Great stories. And <laughs> Can hold a conversation at any time. And... You know, Give her too much Zima, she starts crying. Nothing better. And she instead wants to be with a dirt stash. Mm-hmm. A fetter line. You know? That has so many others. By the way, we have the new fetter line joint. I know. Matt Albert tried to get me to listen to it last night. I couldn't bring myself to it. I said I was in too good of a mood, and that would just suck all of it out of me. That's great. Oh, He's boy. got $50 million. He can say what he wants to. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. He does not. Chunks. That's a line from the song. Tell Mandy... In Ocala? Uh, okay, I will. Uh, we'll try to get a hold of her a little bit later on. Tell her to call back in two hours. We'll take a break. Write down the phone number. We can, the phone number's right there. We'll just call mm-hmm. her back from there. Keep harassing her. No, we don't want to order... Did. We don't want to <laughs> order a pizza. We, we want to talk to the chick who's uh, harboring the kid touching. Get extra cheese. It's a hideout. Oh, hideout headlines game show. Let's do it up now. 407 star-1041 in your singular wireless phones. It's The Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. What a start to the show, Doug. It's The Hideout, yeah. Real Radio 104.1. I like to start every show with a confession. I like yelling at people. I, when she first called in and I was still on the road, it really didn't make sense that she came out, he was looking at porn, and he started crying. Right. Until you found out what that kind it was of porn. porn. Yeah. I would cry too. You're like, oh, dude, I'm so busted. Mm-hmm. Now, me and uh, me and uh, BJ were looking at horse porn earlier. I think that's just as illegal. No. Time to do the Hideout Headlines game show, brought to you by the Wholesale Furniture Market. Designer sofas normally $8.99, starting as low as $2.99. Wholesale Furniture Market, 40,000 square feet of quality home furniture, 50 to 70% off every day. Wholesale Furniture Market, State Road 436 in Castlebury, next to the Sam's Club, 407-332-1314. Here's a big thing about that as well. She was worried we were going to turn her in. I'm not going to turn anybody in. But, like, she hung up. The problem, sweetie, is that... She was afraid we were going to track her number. <laughs> when you Since the... Uh, uh... Technology has come out. Anybody can track your number when you first call in. It's called caller ID. It doesn't take a whole long time. It takes you dialing a number. Yeah, and we have. I mean, we have the number anyway. We're gonna try to call her later. But I gotta yeah, turn her into the cops though, because I don't even know if the story's true. She's wigging out. <laughs> Chunks, you talked to her off the air. Yeah. What happened? Uh, she was about. T- 
tears were about ready to come out. She's like, I just wanted advice. I listen to you guys all the time. Well, we love her. I, I mean, wanted I wanted a perspective. I don't know what's going on, and I'm scared. I was like, look. I was like, sweetheart, we're not here to run you down. We want to help you out. We want to help her. And I was like, but you got to keep talking. And she's like, well, I'm so scared now, and you guys are going to get the cops. I was like, we're not going to get the cops. We're not that sophisticated. I was like, we don't want the cops hanging around us. Trust me. <laughs> now, here's the thing, though. For her own sake, she needs to get out of that relationship and turn that dude in. Yeah. But the problem is that she's so scarred from having been touched herself that she doesn't have that, like, self-esteem. You know what I mean? She likes to be the victim. I, and I was so I funny. Like because as soon as I put her on hold, Matt Albert hands the phone to Chunks because <laughs> there's no way he could talk that chick down from the ledge. Well, I saw Matt, you. You were so uncomfortable. Matt can't talk to anybody on the phone. I called in uh, when I was in the parking lot. And uh, on the warm line, and all I hear is hi. Well, that's I don't I don't know. That's the way you're supposed to answer the warm line, though. But still, hi, this is Matt. All right, let's do the game show. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Hideout Headlines Game Show. Answer questions on what's in the headlines: Yellow. local, national, world, sports, entertainment, and strange. If you guess right, you win big. Now here's your host, Chuck. All right. Hideout Headlines Game Show, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. That poor chick. I really feel bad for her. Um, let's go to Chris in Orlando. We'll start off the game show with him. There are six categories. you got to get two out of three correct to be a winner. Chris, cate- uh, Chris, what category you want to start with? World, national, local, sports, entertainment, or strange? Uh, let's go with sports. Alrighty then. Alright, sports is filling the blank today. A stripper who claimed she was raped by which university's lacrosse team was described as just being passed out drunk by one of the first police officers to see her. I'm giving the the school's name? Yeah, yeah. the school. Fill in the blank. Uh, Duke. Yeah. Good job. Um, hold on just a second, Chris, for your second chance in order to be a winner. There's so many conflicting stories coming mm-hmm. out of this thing. It's a very weird thing. One thing, people are saying she showed up. Uh, with already, like, scarring and bruising. Mm-hmm. That she probably had sexual contact before the party. Uh, she's saying rape. And I had seen something on television where she never, she had never initially named anybody from Duke. Like, when she came into the hospital, apparently the workers there said she was just screaming and crying that she had been raped but never had mentioned Duke anywhere near that. And then somehow they traced her steps back to her being at that Duke party. There's just mm-hmm. so much going on. This is uh, completely unfolding in front of our eyes. It's going to be very interesting to see what goes down. Um, let's go back to Chris in, uh, in Orlando. Which uh, next category you want to go with? Local. All right, we're going with local. All right, local is multiple choice. In uh, Sumter County, surveillance cameras captured three men, one with a bat, robbing what type of establishment? Is it A, a retirement home, B, a community center, C, an abortion clinic, or D, an adult toy store? An adult toy store. Good job, Chris. Way to come through strong for that one. So are these guys going to some place with baseball bats and a gun, and I think they took, what, about a 1000 bucks. Yeah, they got a $1,000, but it didn't say if they left with any merchandise. Are adult toy stores, like, good places to rip off? Or? I wouldn't, I mean, that's the last place I would ever go to. 
I guess you just got to figure they're always probably ready to deal with something. Yeah, they, they're always on their toes looking around. You know, it's one it's a place where, you know, you have to be uh, aware of who's in your store at all times because you need to know if they're of age. And then you need to be on the lookout for people who might be uh, sampling the product in store. <laughs> right. Uh, a little appetizer, if mm-hmm. you will. Pre-squeeze. Uh, Chris and Maitland, you're next up at the Hideout Headlines game What's show. the wine tasting? You ready, Chris? Yeah, let's go. World, national, entertainment, or strange, what news category do you want? Uh, national. All right, here's national for Chris. All right, national is true or false. Uh, confessed Al-Qaeda con- uh, conspirator Zacharias Musawi admitted on the stand at his death penalty Zachary. trial that although he feels the September 11 attacks were necessary, he still feels some remorse for the families of the victims of the World Trade Center attacks. True or false? False. That is false. Good job. Hold on, Chris, for your second opportunity in just one moment. No, just the opposite. He loved hearing all the victims testify. He was laughing. He said he wished September 11th would happen every day. And I guess he showed no remorse and kept cursing at the people. Surprising. (laughs) It's just surprising. It's it's an amazing uh, type of life that you have to go through for that to be your perfect ideal day. Right. I mean, I don't care how bad I hated another country. I couldn't imagine, you know, enjoying that. Here's the thing. This guy is like Gacy or Ted Bundy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, he just, he likes this stuff. And there's no, I'd actually, I think I'd be pissed if he was remorseful. Almost. He's actually. He's also convinced that Bush is going to release him uh, before the <laughs> end of his term. All right. Yeah, keep up on that one. <laughs> Um, Libby will get a pardon, not you, Masawi. Let's go back to Chris and Maitland. What's your uh, second category to be a winner? World, entertainment, or strange? Uh, let's go entertainment. All right, here we go. All right, entertainment is multiple choice. Tom Cruise says he has a spectacular sex life with his pregnant fiance Katie Holmes, because of what? A, her increased hormones from being pregnant. B, she allows him to do whatever he wants to her. C, they have great communication skills. Or D, he takes a specific... Male herbal supplement. Or E, child porn. <laughs> Which I one? I thought that girl Mandy sounded familiar. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, knowing that he's still gay, I'm going to go with C. Allegedly. There you go. Good job. People just sweeping up on this one. Nice job, Chris and Maitland. I guess he's got great communication skills because they're such the two perfect people to be, be together, and it makes sex that much more easier. And that's what he says the I mean, is. Or F, strap-ons. Or... <laughs> I would say, though, that he is, like, when you're with somebody you actually really like and you communicate with really well, sex is infinitely better. Yeah, you know where you're going at all times. And you're not afraid to say, hey, do this, do that, you know, to get them into it. Tilt your head back, open your mouth, all the stuff. (laughs) All right, let's go to Cable Guy in Orlando. You ready, Cable Guy? Yeah, guys, love your show. Thank you, brother. All right, Cable Guy and Gary and Daytona both will get a chance. They'll be one and done on this one, so you got to get this one correct. World or Strange, Cable Guy? Let's go Strange. All right. All right, Strange is multiple choice. Police in Europe were surprised to enter into a residency and find what? A, a house filled with dead bunnies. B, a woman's skeleton who'd been dead for three years. C, a room full of over 125 cats. Or D, a house filled with vials of blood. I'll have to say, uh, B. Nice job, uh, Cable Guy. Hold on. 
I guess this what, old lady had been sitting in front of the television for three years, yeah, with, dead. With Christmas ornaments Ooh. and presents and stuff all around her. <laughs> I think it was a home where they sent women who were afraid of uh, abuse. And oh. I guess they didn't check up on her. Well, no. one, of, one of our last callers will be there very soon. Wait a second. So, <laughs> Hey, roomie. She was in like a boarding house? Women's or? Refuge. Uh, so accommodation the, because she was a victim of domestic violence. Oh, oh my God! So she's there. There are other people living in this complex. Yeah, I guess so. And nobody, <laughs> they didn't notice that she hadn't come out of her house in three years. No, I guess they just kept sliding all of her mail underneath the door. <laughs> what the hell? And they pried open the door, and they, all the mail was like blocking the door. So they had to like pull the door off its hinges to get in, and she's just laying on her back. They had to identify her with the dental records because she was so decomposed. They didn't can't smell that? <laughs> what was she watching? The Office? It's a great show. Uh, it doesn't say. It just says the TV was still on. Probably some crazy English show. <laughs> you know, they got bad teeth. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised they were able to uh, identify the dental records. Yeah. Oh, my. All right, let me ask you. Do you, like, Does it matter to you if you were to die in your sleep, okay, and let's say you're alone? Let's say you're a Matt Albert. Mm -hmm. You just lie there decomposing. Would it really matter to you all that much that uh, nobody found your body? No, it wouldn't matter to me, but it would matter to me if I moved into that place next. Oh, wait, I'm just sorry. Just finding skin? I'm sorry, they, uh, I misread that. Uh, apparently, <laughs> apparently uh, the people who own the place uh, broke in uh, to collect all the back pay and rent. <laughs> It took them three years to say, hey, this bitch hasn't paid in three years. Yeah. All right, how pissed do you think they were? Oh, we're not going to get our money. Like, that's probably the first thing that goes <laughs> through their mind. And they just start taking things. Blenders, that television. Rings. The, the Christmas presents. <laughs> I hope there's an iPod in here. <laughs> oh, before wait. the iPod. I know. Oh, wait, she's been dead for three years. <laughs> you got an old Casio in there. Right. Nice <laughs> Walkman. Gary and Daytona, one and done on World, all right? All right. Here we go. All right, in videotape released today, Osama bin Laden's deputy urged only al-Qaeda members to support insurgents in Iraq, stating that if all Muslims were encouraged to attack, then the U.S. would start killing civilians as an act of desperation. Is that true or false? True. Aww. He did indeed encourage all Muslims... Uh, to support the insurgents, and he says that America's faltering and that we're almost beat. So if they keep attacking us, then we're going to run away. I didn't realize. Yeah. I, didn't realize, I did not realize we were almost beaten. Well, thank you to the number two for Al-Qaeda to point that out to us. <laughs> appreciate. I don't think he's biased. That's the thing either. No, he's a straight shooter. Like Fox News. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Thursday night, it's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Coming up, the Orlando Predators be swinging in the Chunks Fat Man Diary. More opportunities to win prizes. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and Star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Dubs, let's fire up the hideout news van. Take it over to Epcot, where a 49-year-old woman died uh, yesterday after becoming ill uh, after riding S Mission Space. Now, which one's that? A ride so intense that uh, motion sickness bags and several riders have been treated for chest pain. Now, here's the thing about this. This is the ride that I want to ride. Yeah? My little brothers rode it. 
Loved it. Which ride was it? Uh, Mission Space. Oh, I hated that one. Really? Yeah, I almost uh, threw up on it. And I, I usually tolerate that stuff pretty well, but I got like a headache and it, it killed me. I didn't like that one. See, I love stuff like that. You go to the theme parks to ride the rides yeah, to, to make you feel something. Exactly. It's like heroin. If you don't get sick, you didn't do it right. Um, Apparently the ride was opened back up today. And... um. She ended up uh, dying. Now, they do have a post on there, Dubs, a warning they put up in 2004. For safety, you should be in good health, free from high blood pressure, heart, back, or neck problems, motion sickness, and other conditions that can be aggravated by this adventure. There's been enough out about this ride that I think you should know you need to be in pretty good shape to ride something Mm -hmm. like this. For those of us here in the Hyatt, I think the only ones who probably should be allowed to ride it would be um, Tommy. Now that I really look around. Why? Uh, you have, with all the caffeine and cigarettes you do, I'd be leery about you getting on the ride. Matt, I don't think he would fit. And look at him anyway. I don't think they could even. He wouldn't fit. And if he did get on the ride, they wouldn't be able to get it to go fast <laughs> enough because he weighs so much. The worst part was that you're like still strapped in. And they're like like three little like ten year olds next to me in the same ride, and I was like, oh, how embarrassing is it going to be if I'm the one that throws up and they're fine? Um, oh yeah, absolutely. That's always my big fear whenever riding any sort of a uh, roller coaster. Like I'm in line, nervous and scared, and then I see the eleven year old girl who can't mm-hmm. wait to get on it, and I'm like, oh. just jumping for joy. The yeah. kids in the front row of the roller coaster, right? And I'm like, what am I doing? What's wrong with me? Then I somehow rationalize it that they're too stupid to understand what's going on. <laughs> they don't understand the danger that they're in. Just like when you're a kid, you love getting on an airplane, but then when you grow up and you realize it's just a big metal tube with thousands of gallons of fuel and flesh, you're thinking, oh, wait a second. Maybe this whole airplane thing isn't a good idea. And I think, too, that if you're overweight, and I don't know this lady's story, and I really feel bad for her, but that if you're overweight or you're old, you shouldn't be able to allow. You shouldn't be allowed to ride the ride. That should go right in there with not only the height requirements, but just an overall. Well, I mean, if it says you have heart problems or anything like that, you're not supposed to be honest. So, I mean, usually that goes along with uh, weight problems and uh, old age. I'm telling you though, I'm about to go get on this thing. Do I, it. I gotta see what people are into. Stab says his 50 year old dad rode it and had a blast. So, I don't know, Dubs. Let's take the uh, Hideout Central Florida news van. We're now anywhere in Central Florida where the director of the National Hurricane Center said anyone who believes that future hurricane season could not be worse than last year is mistaken. Um, They're actually saying last year could have been a lot worse because Mm -hmm. the storm missed some direct hits on more uh, populous cities, but that uh, this year is probably going to be Pretty intense, if not worse, than last year was. Yeah, it seemed like we dodged some bullets last year. I know right here in Central Florida we did. Mm-hmm. Now, we weren't here, I guess, two years ago. Yeah, when it got really bad, two back-to-back. I think it was four. I think it was a, in total four that actually came through Orlando, but then they got the back-to-back ones, too. And, Dubs, you and I haven't experienced that first real Florida hurricane Mm-mm. yet. Um, do you still have all the stuff that you prepared with last year? Uh, yeah, I still have, uh, nothing. I didn't get a damn thing. Here's the thing. I already got cans of tuna. Uh, I already got 
batteries. Yeah, good luck with that. And flashlights. And I think I'm going to buy a generator this year. You know what I have? A nickel in my thoughts. And that's all I need. I certainly wouldn't want to be with you then. <laughs> you seem severely underprepared, J-Dubs. <laughs> uh, also, too, Dubs, making headlines as we take the hideout a news van around central Florida. Um, we'll go to Lake County this go-around. The pursuit started along U.S. 27 when deputies tried to put a, pull over Ashley Waters for driving with a broken taillight. The 19-year-old refused to stop, uh, leading deputies and highway patrol in a chase that finally ended near the Polk County line. Walter said the reason she did not stop was that she felt the presence of God telling her to keep driving. So it was one of those things in her head that they decided, you know what, uh, something's telling me, don't stop, don't stop. <laughs> now, let me ask you, does the God-talking-to-you defense way have more weight in a court of law than the insanity, like schizophrenic voices-in-my-head defense? I would, I would, if I was on a jury or if I was doing this, I would consider it the same thing. Wouldn't you? I mean, God-talking-to-you or some guy named Larry that doesn't exist, it's the same thing to me. Yeah, to you. But do you think there are people out there where... Who believe okay, that maybe it was God telling her to, to not stop? To outrun the cops? Why would God care? What what God, What's God's work in that one? She's crazy. She needed to get home to see Lost. Okay, now I get it. Now... Not guilty. Now all of a sudden you're on her side. That was What was kind of cool is they, they shot this thing at her, a small red gumballed... Uh, thing called a pepper ball and upon impact it explodes and spreads pepper spray mm-hmm. all over the place it's like a uh, it's like a paintball gun and it's, it, but it shoots uh like pepper spray where can we get one of these and how soon can we stunt with it all we need is a paintball gun and I, they sell they sell them everywhere for the pepper spray uh-huh i didn't realize that i'm thinking uh helmet of pain helmet of pain i'm thinking pepper ball for next year's Helmet of Pain in the Hideout Fantasy Football League. I'm down with that. Dubs, right between the eyes. Let's take the uh, Hideout News Van over to Daytona Beach. <laughs> Wrapping up the Central Florida News Tour with uh, two Orlando men who have been charged with robbing an exotic dancer at gunpoint. Police said the men who go by the names Big Country and Peanut <laughs> were taken into custody J-Dubs? on oh, Tuesday. Tommy. And confessed to robbing the dancer uh, last week. It seems now that a private dancer is the most dangerous job in America. All right. So two guys named Big Country and Peanut mm-hmm. robbed two strippers. Robbed one stripper. Robbed one stripper. So three people with bad nicknames, probably. Big Country, Peanut, and Porsche, probably. We're in a in a uh, tussle over over some cash. Here's the thing. Do you think they were just looking for a bunch of ones so they could go play Golden Tea somewhere? Not a bad idea. I haven't played Golden Tea in a while. And wouldn't you be... I mean, who goes with the gimmick of big country? I was, Hi, how you doing? I'm big country. When I was when I went uh, when I was 14 years old and I went to the Black Christian uh, Summer Camp, that was my nickname. No. Yes, big you, country. You know why? Because of that goofball that played at Oklahoma State, mm-hmm. Big Country. It was exactly the same time. Uh, when that guy got drafted by the Vancouver Grizzlies with like the number one or number two pick. I could see you then, fatter, flat top. 
I wasn't fat then. I was, uh, I was quite svelte. Hmm. Just like you're svelte now? Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's a hideout. Roll radio at 04.1. All right, time to sound off. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. For an entire segment here in the hideout, we open up the phones to you. A lot of stuff on the uh, board so far. Mm-hmm. Maybe if you want to give some advice to Mandy and Ocala and her whole situation with uh, busting her boyfriend with the kitty porn. Um, also, too, we could talk about Mission Space. Just thinking about that, Dubs. You know, losing your life on a roller coaster. And is that one of the worst ways to go out? Like, kind of, no. where you feel a little bit silly? I think you've kind of uh, helped out the rest of the people. Because that's part of the reason why you go on the, these rides. Because there's some kind of false danger there. Right. And uh, that's why you go on the rides. And I think you've kind of helped out you the got rest that, of the population. You got that thrill. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some of the basics needed for the hurricanes? Because they say that the hurricane is season is going to mm-hmm. be just as intense, if not worse, than it was last year. And uh, also, too, um, who are the morons that try to outrun the cops? I, I guess the ones that hear vo- God in their head. And a little bit later, I want to bring up some uh, airplane stuff. Okay, we can do that. Airport and airplane and uh, just uh, the whole ordeal of getting there back and taking the flights because i've had a hell of a one today uh hank you're first up in the hideout what's going on hank and zephyr hills what you got what's up hideout hey buddy well i was driving down the road here and uh all of a sudden god told me that i should call you guys fantastic and uh so i figured out better what do you sound like this i've actually met four guys that go by big country Oh, God. And, um, you know, from high school and work and here and there. And believe it or not, every one of them has been a total douchebag. Yeah, big country. <laughs> big country. Uh, the the, the, uh, the uh, nickname's Big Country and Ox. You know both of those guys are idiots. Uh, I have his friend Ox. Yeah, right. You don't want to meet him. My buddy Big Country. I right, good call on that one. And thank you, Hank. Appreciate it. 407 916 I didn't even think about that. You're right. It's ne- and if you're gonna have a nickname like Big Country, you need to be at least seven foot. Seven foot, or be able to cook really well. I don't get it. I don't know. For some reason, Big Country seems like he can grill. I don't know. It does seem like the kind like he'd be in the kitchen at a big boy. Yes, exactly. There's something about it that yes, I can. I, he can make me a steak. All right, how about this, Big Country? You should be able to make uh, hash browns. If you can't make hash browns... A nice big breakfast. Your name can't be Big Country. Uh, Super Dave in Sanford, you're in the hideout. No Big Country. Hey, what's going on, Hey, dude. Hey, hideout. What you got? Hey, um, you guys play a commercial. And this commercial, um, this has nothing to do with the, the headlines, but y'all play this commercial, and uh, it's for the Palms. Mm-hmm. What is up with that lady? I mean, she sounds like she's been smoking cigarettes for 60 years. and the then like, She's made a commercial. She's like... She's very out. nice. Uh, Who is it? The uh, she works in traffic. Does she? I actually heard it today, Super Dave, and I tell you this, it made me want to go live there. Yeah. yeah. It did. <laughs> the commercial made me want to go live there. And, in fact, uh, I did everything it said, just like you, all you guys should do. With uh, every single uh, commercial here on Real Radio. <laughs> Especially the hideout you should support. I, I never took notice of the cigarette sound. I yeah, did take man. notice of the bomb. The bomb. 
<laughs> yeah, all right, I'm going I'm to have to uh, take a listen to see if I can take notes. Do you know who it actually is, Tommy? All right, Tommy knows who it is. He don't want to call her out. Why? Thank you, <laughs> just, Super Dave. Hey, just do it. Super Dave, appreciate it, man. All right, 407-916. Hey, you can feel free to call and comment on the commercials if you like. I know a favorite is the Mike Savage commercial. Mm-hmm. I've gotten a few emails on that one. Oh, man, I got one. This guy, I guess, was livid that we were playing it. <laughs> During our uh, mixtapes, right? Yeah. Yeah, he was he was just upset beyond belief. And uh, then he called in to the mixtapes, and I guess our guys put him on hold for all night and then told him to call back and never answered it when he called back. Yeah, so somehow it was Matt Albert's fault. I agree. That's what Chunks like to do. Zeppelin, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, Zeppelin? Hey, hideout, you're on screen phone calls. What's up? Um, this is Cottontail and I are separated. Whoa. What happened? What happened, dude? All right, Zeppelin, hideout heretic, one of the best ones that we have. Uh, former Marine, he's currently a firefighter. He's the one that kidnapped BJ earlier on this week. Uh, yeah, he also, too, brought in Miss Cottontail, who during an open door got completely bottomless and allowed us to put a cottontail on her as she hopped around as a bunny here on the table. It sounds like you guys were made for each other. What happened? I don't know. She's uh, she just flipped the switch. She's turned. She turned crazy, man. She's and she turned heel on you. She yeah. She was work insists on working forty hours a week and taking eighteen credit hours, and then complaining that we never see each other enough. And she just flipped the switch and went cold. Now so let, I, let me ask you, Zeppelin. Uh, is there anything that you can do? To, I mean, did you were you guys living together? Yeah. Did she move out. Uh, well, I'm out of my ass right. She kicked you out? What? No, well, it's, it's technically it's her place. So. so where are you living now, then? I'm not sure yet. Oh. Probably, probably the self-storage over off the of 434. <laughs> oh, Good. man. Is there anything any of the heretics or any of us can do for you? Uh, weed and booze. Hey, isn't your cell phone actually hers? That's, actually, that's not going to help you get her back, dude. Do you want her back? I do. I thought you guys were engaged. You're getting married. Yeah, I guess I guess I've been lied to for almost two years now. So. Did you do anything to ruin the relationship, or is it she's just literally too busy? I think she's just literally too busy. She's gone insane. How, she, did she l- catch you looking at kitty porn? Let me no. Ask, were you crying? Yet. Let me ask what? you. Did uh, when was the last time you guys had sex? Last Tuesday. What seems? How like- was it? Was it, was it disconnected or was it good? Oh, no, it was, I was drunk. I liked it. <laughs> oh, so, okay, I, I'm, I'm starting to see the problem. Do you think part of the problem is that she's told you to stop drinking before and you refuse to stop drinking? No, it's well, it's not. That hasn't even been brought up. I mean, it really hasn't. It's uh, just a combination of work and school. And us, I see her one day a week if I'm lucky just because she's so darn busy. Because she works 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. five days a week. So... Um, well, Zeppelin, I hope there's something we can do to help out. Yeah, Matt Albert. Can I get Cottontail's number? I, I got, you know, open days. I can meet her whenever she wants. Uh, she's not in reality, around. I don't think. Aww. Now, the beast. What what can we do? The beast. I, what, Is there anything we can do with long-distance dedication? Zeppelin, can we play a song for you? Yeah, I just died in your arms tonight. All right, let's see if we can find that one for Zeppelin. We'll play That's a that. good breakup song. We'll play that one going in the commercial break. <laughs> there you go, Zeppelin. Hang in there, buddy. Thanks, man. Don't do anything stupid, all right? 
I'll try not to. I mean, Zeppelin, who am I talking to? Just don't die between now and tomorrow. Well, so I actually, request, then. I have a better song for him. Oh, this is the one he wanted. No, that's not the one he wanted. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, Good yeah. hey hideout. Let's take a break. Come back. Oh, oh yeah. It's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1 with the Orlando Predators. Next. Just getting going. Uh, let's break. Don't be racist. Coming up next. Don't be racist. Hideout. Oh, I know. Uh, Dubs coming up next. Khalil Carter and the uh, Orlando Predators. Brett Bushy, I believe, going to be in. And we've also sent out by Curious BJ and uh, Soft, the guy who's filming a documentary on him, to give out tickets for the Predators and the Force. Uh, we'll find out what location they're at next. All in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Thursday night in the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Chunk's Fat Man Diary still on the way. Also, the hideout door prize blowout. For that, J-Dubs, we will have uh, a copy of uh, EA Sports Arena Football for Xbox. Also, too, nice. some, some tickets for the Predators and the Tampa Bay Storm at the TD Waterhouse coming up Saturday the 22nd. Ticket information is at 407-44-PREDS. We've sent out your cousin, by Curious BJ, mm-hmm. to an undisclosed location. And we have tickets for tomorrow's Predators-Georgia uh, Force game. Yes. That we will be giving out uh, once we get a hold of BJ and we find out where exactly he is. All you got to do is go up to BJ and say, hey, give me the tickets. And uh, you can go watch and the Predators. And hand them right over, yeah. You can go watch the Predators tomorrow at the TD Waterhouse. Joining us in the hideout, Dubs. Um, Khalil Carter, number five for the Orlando Predators. Good to uh, meet you, my friend. Hello, everyone. How you doing? And uh, also to Brett Bushy, uh, the one and only Brett Bushy from the Predators. And have you been on the air since I tore my calf muscle? I don't think you've been. No, yeah, he hasn't been in the studio. No. Yeah, not here with me. Uh, I would like to extend a very heartfelt thank you, as we were playing over at RDV together, and I tore my calf muscle, and Brett literally. Uh, carried me out of RDV. I've never felt like less of a man. And uh, he even went and got into my Scion and pulled my Scion up uh, so that I could try to get home. And then from there, Grams, as I like to refer to myself now because mm-hmm. I'm so constantly injured, uh, had Matt Albert uh, help carry me up the three flights of stairs of my apartment. Not only ha- in the last uh, while since you've seen Hefe, not only has his uh, calf muscle got torn, he has a hemorrhoid, too, so he really is turning into grandma. I don't know if it's a hemorrhoid. All I know is I have blood in my stool. And it was gone for uh, two movements, and now it's back. Oh. I was so happy, uh, and now it's back. But uh, enough about me. Let's talk more about the Orlando Predators. 407-44-Preds, the big game. Oh, wait a second. All right, let's talk to Mike here's BJ real fast. Okay, he's we'll, out handing out the tickets. We'll find out where he is. Uh, to give out the tickets for the uh, the Preds and the Force coming up tomorrow uh, over at the Waterhouse. BJ. Hey, what's up? Where are you? I am driving. <laughs> are, are you not? You're not to the location yet. We're 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 right there. All right, where are you guys going to be? We are going to. A gas station. What gas station? <laughs> what gas station, you moron? I don't know. What, yeah, you said you're right there. What? Can you look up and see what it is? Yeah, what's the gas station? <laughs> right, he's with he's with Sof, who is filming a documentary on Bicurious BJ and his vacation down here to Central Florida. 
and it has been just a blast so far. We should send BJ over tomorrow to the Preds game before he has to do the hideout fight club. Yeah. All right, BJ, hold on. Yeah. We'll call you back. Actually, call us back once you get to the location so we can give out the Predator tickets. I just drove by a red lobster, and I think someone died there. <laughs> what are you talking? What do you mean? Why would you say that? Why do you think someone died there? There was, like, two fire trucks and an ambulance. There's people standing all over. Okay, but you don't know for a fact that someone died at Red Lobster. You can't just go saying things like that. I said I think. I didn't say someone died. <laughs> That's not as good as allegedly. Someone may have torn I their mean, calf muscle there. Mm. Okay. All right, I'll call you guys back. Oh, you ass. How the hell can it take him to get to that location so we can give out the Predator tickets? How's the season going, Khalil? How you doing, man? I'm doing very well. Glad to be in Orlando. Yeah, are you? Absolutely. Now, you were born in D.C., right? Yes, I was. Okay, did you grow up in D.C. as well, or did you, were you just born there and you kind of moved out? Yeah, we, I was there to about you know, maybe eighth grade, and then I moved to Arkansas, actually. Okay, because I saw that you went to school in Arkansas. Yeah. Um, that had to be a little bit of a culture shock now, going from D.C. to Arkansas? Oh, or what? I, absolutely. Um, totally slowed me down, but uh, it was very dangerous in Arkansas, actually, because of all the gang violence. Oh, really? Like many on HBO, Bang on Little Rock. That's right. I was in the middle of all that. Really? Yeah. Um, talk about that a little bit. I mean, was it, because I mean, because you always hear the thing sometimes, and it's sad, too, where it's, you know, in some cities where it's sports or it's gangs, did you have to make that decision at one point, Khalil? Or, I mean, how how much did you get caught up in something like that? Uh, I was very caught up in it as far as, um, you know, my surrounding, my environment. My neighborhood was a very big participant in it. My school was in the middle of the gang war zone with each rival gang being on each side of my school and in that surrounding community. So um, it wasn't more or less a sports versus gangs. It was more like do what my mother tells me or she'll right. kill me. So, All right. You know, I hear you. She kept me in school and kept me in activities, and they kept me out of the trouble. Uh, Khalil Carter here in the hideout on Rural Radio 104.1, the Orlando Predators, orlandopredators.com, big game tomorrow against the Georgia Force. All right. Now, see, let me ask you, when you're going to school in Arkansas, and you're dealing with rival gangs in your school, how hard is it to concentrate on, like, your schoolwork? I would just imagine that you're thinking, okay, I've made it to this class. Right. Do I have to walk a different way to go to my next class during the passing periods? I mean, was it like Is it that bad? For some people, I'm sure it was. Um, I mean, I just, I just surrounded myself with, I mean, with, with good people and uh I kind of got to know everyone, you know, the gang members right. and and the preppy kids and the people who were student organizations. And That's always the way to go. Be cool with everybody. Right. So I never had any problem, never got in any fights, you know. Um, and being a star athlete probably helped. Did it help or hurt? I actually, I wasn't a star athlete at that time. I was pretty pretty ordinary in high school. Really? Yeah, so I just got by with just being in different clubs and keeping with the right crowd, and that's, that's what helped me out a lot. Khalil Carter, Orlando Predators. The game is tomorrow against the Georgia Force. We're going to be giving out tickets by Curious BJ on his way to give those out <laughs> once he can get to the gas station. Tommy Bateman, you had a question for Khalil? No, I was just a comment. I was going to say that I had something similar like that where I had to walk certain ways to class because like, if there was a girl that I was st- uh, looking at that particular week, I knew I she think had... I almost said stalking. No, I don't know what you're talking about, you son of a bitch die. Uh, a girl I didn't call back or, you know, the pending charges, I would have to walk certain ways. Okay, that's not even close to having rival I, gangs was... at your high school. It is very similar, actually. Uh... You wouldn't understand. 407-44 Preds for the uh, Orlando Predators and the Georgia of force tomorrow night at the TD Waterhouse. How big is this game? Is this a big one? I mean, I guess they're all big in the grand scheme of things, but... Right. It's, it's the biggest game to date. Um, each, each week we see each game as the biggest game of our season. Um, we're fighting for a home field playoff advantage, and uh, we're fighting for a divisional championship, and um, 
it starts this week against Georgia. Each we started a five, six, six a game season like last week uh, with teams being so tight in the, in the playoff race. Hey, we gotta go win six games. Go win six games, and we let everything take care of itself. It's all about taking care. You know, if you have your uh, destiny in your own hands, that's the way you definitely want to get it done. Let me ask you this too, because obviously the Orlando Predators, fantastic team, fantastic organization, uh, very well supported here in Orlando. You feel really kind of lucky that you're playing in Orlando compared to other places. I could imagine what it'd be like, you know, playing in a place like Austin, Grand Rapids. You know, Grand wow. Rapids. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, when you think about it, you know, you're getting to play arena football, you're getting to be a star, and you're getting to live in Orlando, kind of doing all that. I mean, talk about that. Yeah, I was actually uh, on the Nashville Cats team for most of the year, probably for about six games, six seven games. Um, I got traded to Orlando, and. Uh, I think it's probably one of the best things that could happen to me. I mean, the atmosphere around here is crazy. The fans are a lot more intense. Um, the ownership group actually knows my name, you know, that kind of <laughs> stuff. So, uh, that is, it's a real good thing. And then playing for a guy like Jay Gruden, man, is an awesome, awesome privilege, and I'm glad to be here, really. Uh, yeah, I know what it's like to be traded because uh, this season I went through a trade myself. I was playing for the Orlando Orioles, and I got traded to the no Clare- one wants to hear about Claremont Cubs <laughs> in my men's baseball league. And, you know, it's one of those things you got to outroop, outroop your family. Uh, no, you, know, you didn't. You got to make new friends. <laughs> You're joking, right? No, I'm not. I you was, got traded yeah, on got, a men's baseball league. <laughs> yeah. How did that happen? I got traded. Well, you know, the other team needed a star pitcher and catcher, and uh, you know, I just, you know, they asked me if I wanted to, the general manager. Gave me a call. I was on my way to go have lunch general with manager. <laughs> and so I uh, said, you know what? You know, I'm gonna miss the Orioles, but I'll go do this for the betterment of the Cubs. Didn't you already quit the Cubs? Though? Yeah, I quit the Cubs a week later, and then I ended up hurting my leg. So, but I understand what you're saying about having to move on and get used to a new community. Yeah. Uh, four seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star one zero four one on your singular wireless phones. Let's take a quick break and come back. It's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. It is Thursday night. Chunk's Fat Man Diary on the way. Can we find out if By Curious BJ's at the location so we give out the Predator tickets? He hasn't called back in yet? No. That moron. Jesus Christ. Um, we have Khalil Carter, uh, number five for the Orlando Predators in here, OrlandoPredators.com. And also, to Brett Bushy. All right, here, BJ's on the phone now. <laughs> BJ. Hey, what's up? Where where are you? Uh, t- do you have a hideout sandwich board? I do not, but I'm wearing a hat. All right, so you got the hideout hat, <laughs> and you got Saf, the uh, documentary filmmaker, who's filming your documentary, right? He's filming me right now. All right, where are you so that you can give out these Georgia Force tickets? I'm at the 7-Eleven on the corner of the U.S. Uh, 1793 and the 436. All right, 1792. <laughs> 1792. All right, so you're at 1792 and 436 at the 7-Eleven giving away the tickets, right? Yeah, right now, well, this guy, I'm trying to sell them. What do you mean? What do you mean you're trying to sell them? I'm trying Oh, I need money. For what? For, for the Palm Royale tonight. All right, it's Dancer. <laughs> the Palm Royale. <laughs> All right, first of all, it's Dancers Royale that we're going to tonight after the you show. You can't get one thing right. <laughs> well, he's from out of town. You cannot sell those tickets. Those tickets were given to us to give away. You cannot go. I did not send you out to scalp tickets. I sent you out for the first people to get there for you to give the tickets to them. Well, there's an old man walking by right now. I bet you I could probably get him to buy them. No, you're not there to make money. You're there to give away the Plus, tic- it's illegal, and you can't be shouting that over the air. Yeah, you just admitted to a crime on the radio, dumbass. Take it back. <laughs> well, okay, I did not sell 
the ticket. You're not going to sell them. The first, I think we have four pair of tickets for the Predators and the Georgia Force tomorrow at the TD Waterhouse. So the first four people to come up to you, by Curious BJ, and want them for free, you're going to give them to them for free. Do I? I can't pick who I give them to. No. I mean, I, first ones. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I read the first ones, and you can't pick the people with the most money either. Well, I mean. Someone's gonna pull in a lot of tickets, but then like, what you know? What if they're ugly? <laughs> you, want, you you still have to give tickets to people even if they're ugly. And you're no prize, by the way. Give, I can't get the get the mulligan. I'm, all right, you get one mulligan. You can deny okay, one well, person. Out of, the, out of the four sides, I can refuse one person. Yeah, you're at the corner of 1792 and 436 at the 7-Eleven. By Curious BJ looks like a miniature uh, Conan O'Brien. He's Conan O'Brien, but like a foot shorter and 100 pounds heavier. And you're wearing, what, a white shirt and a hideout hat? And somebody's filming you. Yes, that's uh, correct. All right, we'll call back in here in a little bit once you've got some, okay? All right. All right, bye, Curious. Do not scalp those tickets, dude. All right, 5000 All right, 5000 <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. That's awesome. A simple task to go give out tickets for tomorrow's Predators Force game. Can't get done. At 1793, so he can go to Palm Royale tomorrow or tonight or whatever he's thinking. <laughs> Jesus. All right, so uh, Cleo, uh, right, Brett Bushy, let's talk about this. Of course, you got uh, things going on with the Predators, which I'm very excited about. But let's focus on the real important game, and that is the Media Bowl, April 22nd, a Saturday. Uh, and that's going to go on during the Predator Storm game, right? Yes, that is correct. It's going to be before, I think it starts at 2 o'clock. Okay. It's either 2 or 3 o'clock, but it'll be right before the Storm game on the field. Wow. All right, now here's the thing, and we've been talking about this for a while. Here in the hideout, we're athletes. As you heard last break, I got traded in my men's <laughs> baseball league. We can tell that I am an athlete. You and I have played basketball together before uh, until I tore my calf muscle. I am on the mend, all right? As you can see, I'm no longer on crutches. I am walking pretty well. Now, Tommy Bateman, our director, I think he's a fantastic potential either running back or corner. Even though he's, t- even though he's small, he's very fast, very strong, very quick. Uh, he does like U- uh, UFC like fighting and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So he's a, he's a stout little guy. Chunks, I think, could be a cheerleader. I'm not too sure what we want to do with Chunks. Maybe he can uh, wheel us the water. Uh, probably. Yeah. I say Dubs. Is a defensive end. Tight end. Maybe a tight end. Mm-hmm. He played that in high school. He is fairly decently in shape. Matt Albert is our, is our key. Six foot five, 500 pound, 21 year old black virgin, patchy baldness, graying hair. He could. He's the wild card. I like to think of him as Orlando Pace. Uh, he could have been a football all star growing up in Frederick, Maryland. But when he hit the eighth grade, they didn't make helmets big enough for his head, so he had to quit. Uh, that's seriously. That's a true, true story. It's really sad. <laughs> Otherwise, you know, but you're going to be the king of flag football, Matt, of the media bowl and flag football, and I will get myself back into playing uh, capabilities for April 22nd and the media bowl. I think I have nine days. I think I'm going to be ready. Here's the thing, though. All right, I got a couple of issues. One of them with you, Bushy. All right, now I don't think I can play any other position that's going to re- like require me to do a lot of running or cutting or cutting. What I I really wanted to play linebacker, but that's just not going to be able to happen. I don't want to be a detriment to the team because you're on our team, right? Yes. 
I would like to be quarterback. I'll even mix in quarterback. The thing is, you've got me scared S-less <laughs> about being quarterback yeah, after the way maybe you, a little effeminate. After the way you talked about the last nighttime host who was quarterback <laughs> and who did a really, really crappy job. I'll tell you this, Brett, and you know this when we play basketball. I don't want to let you down. I don't want to let the team down. But I think that's the only position I can play. Well, well, are you any good at quarterback? That's the first thing. I mean, you know, I can throw. I think he can throw a strong ball, but uh, how accurate? I'm pretty accurate too. I mean, I'm, I mean, the other I, pro- the, the other thing is you run around a lot at quarterback absolutely. because you know it's there's three men rushing. There's no, you know, you can't really, you know, we're gonna have Russ on the line. Uh, Matt we'll, Albert. Well, we'll have him on the line, so I think that's good. And I think you'll have more time than the average team. But um, usually run around a lot, and um, you know the other guy that did it, he was just he was horrendous. So um, as, all, as long as you're competent, we can basically try it, come out there and see how yeah, it goes. Yeah, if it's going crappy, you know, and I don't even mind coming off the bench. I, w- I do want to play in the media bowl though. I oh, feel yeah. like I want to get a couple of snaps. That's fine, and if you, and if you know if you need to get the hook, I'm not bashful. No, I know. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's, I all, don't, it's all about winning. You absolutely cannot lose to these guys. Nope. It's going to be Lee Goldberg, Dan Helley, and Todd Lewis and his fake tan. All right? We seriously... <laughs> I tan today. I'm wiped out from it. All right, I'm, I'm telling you right now, we cannot lose to these guys. And they look pretty. They look good in warm-ups, but... So we, and, they, and they smoked us last year. All right. What was the score last year? I don't even know. It was just too embarrassing. I think it was like... 28-14. Now, what's the time restrictions on this? Do we go by quarters? Uh, do we do well, just We're going to have two coaches. Jay's going to coach our team. There's going to be another coach. I mean, it's pretty cool. We're going to have an announcer for the game. We'll have a time limit. We'll send out. We'll email the rules out next week. Um, we'll have two referees. Um, you're going to come out. You're going to have the dancers out there. You're going to get announced. And you're going to come out of the tunnel just like the Predator players. I mean, it's, it, it's a good time, and it's a fun time, but... You know, once we start, it's all about winning. All right. Now, uh, who else is on, like, who all's on our team? I mean, everybody in the hideout is in. I guess Russ is in. It, it's going to be uh, Russ is in. Black Bean is in. Um, I think Drunky's going to play. Fantastic. <laughs> he, 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 in the bear suit? He, yeah, in the bear suit. I don't know. No, no. he's not playing the bear no, suit. No, we're here to win. All right, we're here to win. Leave the gimmicks at home. All right. <laughs> I'm a little concerned about him because I haven't seen him do too right. many. You know, he couldn't do, what, 20 push-ups? I mean, I'm a little concerned about him. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be, uh, I think Shannon is going to play. Soul nice. Brother Kevin is going to play. He's got so, a bad hip. We may not want him. He's got a bad hip. Oh, he is? Yeah, he's got a bad hip. All right. Why are you trying to get him kicked off the team? Oh, I'm just saying I want to win. I'm on Bushy's side. We need to win the media bowl coming up on the 22nd. We can't have gimps running around out there. <laughs> Look at you. Put a Band-Aid on it. Yeah, <laughs> unless it's me. That's what I'm going to do. Uh, you got to just you got to tough it up. I mean, you got to tough it up. This is this is what it's all about. It only happens once a year. There's a big trophy, and uh, you know we got to get it back this year. And we Speak- and we kill we killed them the first one. Speaking of trophies, I just want you to let you know I am a recent trophy winner in the Hideout Bowling League. Uh, hideout Varsity won the the Hideout Bowling League, so uh, you're you're talking to a champion already. I'm I'm ready to add to my uh, my award case. Well, I'm sure that's going to come in handy for yeah. football too. Thanks. I know that's what I'm. I'm just re- telling you, I can I can do sports. Uh, once a winner, always a winner. Exactly. I guess. I'm, I'm on a roll. All right, hold on. Let's check that back in with Bicurious BJ, who right now is at the corner of 1792 and 436 at the 7-Eleven, giving away tickets for the Predators. And the uh, force tomorrow night. The game is tomorrow night, 7:30 at the TD Waterhouse. B- BJ. Okay. Do you want to hang out for a second? I'm gonna BJ. A BJ. BJ. You there? 
What's up? <laughs> what the hell, dude? What is wrong with you? What are you talking about? Uh, we go to you and you're chatting on the, uh, who are you chatting with? Chatting with Stephanie. Alright, who's Stephanie? I just gave her my, the last pair of tickets. Alright, so you've given away all the tickets then? I've given away all the tickets. Did, were you trying to get her to stick around to go hang out or what? What's that? Were you trying to ask her out on a date? It seemed like he was trying to work an angle of yeah, going out on a date. Do you want to stick around for a second? I don't know. I don't know. I didn't ask her. I didn't ask her. She's driving a, a Mustang. <laughs> Most of Florida people are. Is she alone? Yeah, she's alone. Do you want to see if she'll take you to the wing house? You could have a drink or maybe the Palm Royale. I'm looking at her finger to see if she's got a ring on her finger. It doesn't matter. She'll have one of them on pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Are you married? Do you have a boyfriend? Tell her. Ask her if she wants to go on the radio, stupid. Come on a minute. You want to go on the radio? I don't care. All right, here you go. Hello? Hey, Stephanie. Yes? How, how ugly is that little bastard that gave you those tickets? He's not that ugly. Really? Not that ugly. Really? How ugly are you, then, if you don't think he's that ugly? If you're looking in the mirror every Two day. people from Middle Earth over there. <laughs> One hobbit, uh, one elf. Uh, so you're going to, all right, so congratulations. I give the phone back to Frodo. All right, thank you. What's up? All right, are you going to see if you can score a date with her? Uh, How is she looking? You want a date? Ask her if she wants to go on a date. What she's doing tonight. Ask her if she wants to go on a see... date. <laughs> see, see if she wants to see the inside of a radio station. You want to see the inside of a radio station? <laughs> Come up with a gimmick on your own. Don't... <laughs> It's not like it's Roxanne and I'm Steve Martin feeding you lines. Right. right. You want to come back to the station? All right. I, this is so... That was so douche show. I yeah. just had to let him go. Uh, it's so, so creeped out by him. You know what I always look for in a woman? A Mustang. Yeah. <laughs> is that, you know that tees you off to one thing? Classic. Well, he seemed to be impressed with it. Uh, a nice Mustang and Marlboro Lights. Right. And that's what you want in a nice woman. Well, I got to say this. Uh... Go Preds, big game tomorrow, Georgia Force, and uh, 407-44 Preds. Uh, Khalil Carter, you're very, very fun. Thank you for coming in. You're welcome anytime, man. Thank you very much. A lot of, a lot of fun having you in here. Brett Bushy, I'm telling you, dude, I don't want to let you down. More than, look, look at me in the eye. I do not want to let you down. So I'm going to try my best to be in uh, tip-top shape for this media bowl. And whoever is quarterback, just keep it coming to me high. Yeah, and I know, I know little stuff like that. Are you going to be quarterback, and then I'll come in to substitute for you? You know what? I think last year we started with somebody. I think we started with Dirty Jim, and he blew his knee out. At quarterback? <laughs> I, I think so. Oh, Jesus. Right, and um, I think he was running. I, I'm not sure how it happened. He heard it one time, he went back in, and then it just popped. I mean, it was it was bad. So, um, but you know, he, he at least tried to come back, which was amazing. So, are we gonna get practice time? You know what? We haven't done that yet, but uh, you know, we may do it on the down low next. I thought about doing it. It's kind of <laughs> yeah. I said we get it together a little practice time. Just so we know a few plays and everything. Afternoon. And... Okay, look, I don't want to put down anybody else, but the stars of the team are gonna be, of course, you, Brett, and uh, the hideout and the monsters. I love the Shannon Burke show. I love those guys. But I there's think, a bum hip on the league. Oh yeah, there's a bum hip. You know, we need to watch that. And I think if we get together, maybe during the afternoon, all of us get together, maybe around three, four, run a few plays, 
you know, maybe get down on the turf and see what it's like on the turf so we get a little used to it. Mm. I, I would love it if we could do something like Because, I mean, you can attest, Khalil, that practice is really what you need. You can't go out there like a bunch of can't schmucks. Be cold. Nah, you, can, you can really tell about the Predators' last couple of games because we really practice intense. I mean, it's been competition all over the field, and that's, it's reflected in our play. Right. And you think, you think I'm intense. Wait till you see Jay's coaching you because he's never <laughs> lost us. He's won for every team that he's been. He'll, he'll t- we're, we'll go in the locker room, and he's in a, you know, Give you a speech, he'll go over plays, and I mean it's it's pretty serious. It's eight on eight, so you know as long as we come up with a victory, I'm just those TV guys were just rubbing it in after the loss. How about this? How about we do some dirty tricks? How about we blow out a TV knee? How about we just run a couple chop blocks? You know, they worry about their face. I say go for the nose. Well, you know, R- Ross, actually, both. we had Denise Colin from Channel 13, who is very sweet, and I love her to death. She's out there. Russ ran her over like a freight train, <laughs> separated her shoulder. No joke. That was the first one. I right, just ran her over, and, um, and, and and you know what? Be, he didn't. Even, he didn't even say sorry. I swear. Why would just, you? Women shouldn't be on the. She's field. like, yeah. Why is she playing? Why? Why? Why do we have any women playing? It's not my fault. You shouldn't have been there. I just ran over. What was I going to do? Go around her? Speed bump. Uh, Matt Albert. She's on my hit list this year. Uh, is she playing? I don't think she's playing. <laughs> I'll get her anyway. In the crowd, in the stands, like a bull in Spain. I'll just in the barrier. Uh, here's the thing: if we got goal line situations, let's not be afraid to put in the fridge. Because, and first of all, I don't even know if he'll be. Do they have a flag football belt that will fit you? Or are we gonna we'll have, have to connect to a belt extender, a rope? Are we gonna have to go get a chain or something? Get a chain off a winch. Just put it around me. All right, Brett Bushy, uh, Cleo Carter, go support. Your Orlando Predators, the uh, big game tomorrow versus the Georgia Force, uh, 407-44 Preds. And then, of course, there's always next Saturday, and that game uh, will feature the Media Bowl, uh, starring your Hideout Monsters and Shannon Burke Show, and uh, maybe somebody from the File 2 coming out. And that one is uh, Predators versus the Tampa Bay Storm. So that's a big game. All the tickets you can get, 407 407- 44 Preds. It's crazy. Are you guys going to come out for that game? I mean, it'll be oh, yeah. 16,000 people. It's... Oh, yeah. We'll definitely be uh, sticking around for that one. I mean, of course, tomorrow night we're on the air, but uh, next Saturday after the uh, Media Bowl, we'll definitely be sticking around Monster Section. And even even if people aren't really arena football fans yet, I mean, think of it like you represent your state. It's Florida versus Georgia. I mean, how cool is that? It's a border war. And, and that's what it's about. And then after that, it's Orlando versus Tampa. That's right. And we're, we're both tied with Georgia and us are both tied at 7-4 and four mm-hmm. for the division lead. So the winner of this game will be the division leader by one game. That's fantastic. Let's take a break. Come back. OrlandoPredators.com. Thank you to the Predators for coming in here. Good job, guys. Thank you guys for having us. Awful job, BJ. Uh, it's the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Coming up next on the Hideout. Let's do the Chunks Fat Man Diary. Uh, let's go into Chunks' past. And have him read a uh, story. It'll make you feel better about yourself. Next in the hideout on Road Radio 104.1. It's a hideout, Road Radio 104.1. Mirror, mirror on the wall. All right, we're running late, so let's do it. The Chunks Fat Man Diary. Now, as a public service, the hideout presents a roadmap to dysfunction with Chunks and the Fat Man Diaries. Very busy Thursday night. Thank you to the Predators again for stopping by. 407-44-PREDS. Chunks, let's hear about your life. All right. Uh, this one's dated September 13th, 1998. In, order, in honor of the Preds coming in, it's kind of a football-based one. All right. I didn't know you played football. 
Well, just listen. I love football. <laughs> football season is about to start. In fact, I even grew enough courage to try out for my high school football team. I was informed that with my weight and severe lack of muscle mass, I would only injure myself and wouldn't be able to help the team. However, the coach told, coach told me that uh, co- coach told me that I was cut after the tryouts. He said that as soon as he saw me, he knew he was going to cut me, but that he wanted to keep me around for the tryouts to motivate the other kids to work harder. That's he, harsh. Yeah. Wow, you're that kid, huh? He told me that I was the fat kid and no one wants to be beaten by the fat kid. Therefore, they will work harder <laughs> at tryouts. So you were a tackling dummy. Did they call you radio? No. <laughs> were you pushing a cart outside of the, uh, the uh, or Lucas? Did they call you Lucas? <laughs> Go ahead. A few days after I had gotten cut, though, Coach Spage called me up. This is his name, Spage. Don't be racist. He's Greek. <laughs> Don't worry. Later in the story, he gets let on the bus and then becomes uh, assistant coach. <laughs> he said that a few of the people he'd selected to play backed out at the last minute, and I'd have one more shot at getting on the team. I was ecstatic. But, he told me. Then your mom died. No. <laughs> You're going to have to earn it. Don't run the movie for me. I would Coach see it takes again. you in. He told me to show up at practice the next day. When I went in the next day, he said, Okay, new guy wants on the team. He's not that fast or strong, but he's got heart. And his name is Rudy. Let's toughen him up a little bit. He's got heart, and it's clogged up. Uh, Coach, do I get padding? or? He's got a heart tape in his back pocket. <laughs> his favorite song is Alone in These Dreams. <laughs> Do I get a padding or a helmet, I ask? No, you little bitch. I said we have to toughen you up. What? Yeah, man. That's how it is. You know, Where? At school. You don't think it's all prime and they talk to you nicely. No, man. When you try for the team, they're mean. Uh, yeah, I played football and they never made anybody get just get hit without a helmet. <laughs> yeah. Well, this guy's well, one of your, the... I guess your hair kind of makes up for it. This guy was like one of the teachers and he kind of had something on me, too. He caught me cheating in his class. His Dugan? No. <laughs> Pressed so, you know, firmly against the middle of your back? No. So, I mean, I was... <laughs> nice like, sack on the back of your neck. <laughs> you sitting there wantingly. <laughs> go stand Puppy near the... type f- eyes. Go stand near the fence, he said. Sack man. Uh, okay, I said. One by one, the coach had every player... <laughs> the coach player... had a different term for him when he said, get a sack. <laughs> one by one, they lined up and I jumped on my knees. We're running a little late. You just want to go to break now? No, I want to hear it. You're lined up against the fence. Lined up against the fence. Bottomless. No. The coach had every player in the team charge charge me into the fence, causing me to bleed slightly. He said, you're almost there. You're still not tough enough. All right. Guys are slamming you, and you are starting to bleed. Starting to sound a little gay. And you're not there yet. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like that camping trip all over again. (laughs) Now start running up and down the bleachers, quickly, apologizing to us all at the same time for being so fat. So he had me run up and down the bleachers, apologizing to the team for being so fat. All right, let's write that one down for a stunt for later on. You guys had me do that almost a year ago today, remember? Uh, I had to do the up-downs in the chair. There was some chicks in here, and I apologized for being so... Chunky? Fat. Mm -hmm. After about two minutes, I started running and apologizing to the team. I began to feel slightly lightheaded. The strain on my body was too much. Your feet gave out? Yes. I passed out. Fell down six rows of bleachers. 
I woke up to the team standing around me clapping. Coach Spades patted me in the back and said, You're kind of weak, but damn it, you don't give up. He says, Go ahead, clean up the locker room and you're on the team. Woke up looking like a glazed donut. (laughs) Three hours later. Pinball machine. (laughs) Three hours later, I cleaned up all the towels, the toilets, and mopped the floor. I was proud. Did someone put slugs on me? I was proud. At that moment, I had accomplished something. Hey, coach, I said. Some on the team. When should I come in and practice tomorrow? Ah, you're kidding. You're an idiot, aren't you? He says, you didn't make the team. The maintenance guy was out for the day. I just needed you to clean the locker room. Shut up. Yes, it's true. I told you he had a lot of dirt on me. What about all the other stuff you made me do? Oh, he said, that was just to amuse the team. Turn the light off when you leave. I did. How do you not sue? Yeah. He caught me cheating, man. I was scared to death. When you're in high school, you know, you you worry about those things. We didn't actually make a threat, but... So all we have to do is come up with a little dirt on you. Yeah, we did and that. And then we can do anything we want yeah, to. Yeah, we did that, remember? It involved me the first time I got choked out. Dirt we can hold over his head, Dub. I do, too. I know we do. I have a feeling we may, uh, not this Friday night, because we have the open door, but maybe next Friday night we recreate that fence scene. Yeah, I'm a little backed up. (laughs) Unless you want to, uh, come clean. So nobody, um, cares that, uh, this guy... Try to think of another way of saying it. Nobody cares that this coach is screwing my head and... No, because we're gonna. ...wanted to make the team. Enough of that already. There's a fence? Just seriously, it's so dirty. What? It's dirty about wanting to play football. Hey, here's the thing: you, either you make an announcement by next Friday, or we recreate that fat man. <sighs> it's not really that nice, you guys. I don't know what announcements I could make. I'm sure there's got to be one. What? I got the new Tomb Raider today, and I already <laughs> no. Oh well, I did. That, too. That wasn't it? Because no. I swore Tommy kind of cracked the door open a little bit. And what, that you uh, ran one to it? Why well, would I ever open your door? It's not that you open, I think, like, the oh, wind. Oh, yeah, throw trash away, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I keep my window open, and, you know, the blinds are always... What's the Either way, nonetheless. Today's date? Mm-hmm. I believe the 13th. 13th, next Friday is the 21st. Leaves you eight days. Eight days to come up... Uh, and announce your big announcement, or we recreate the fat man. All it takes is a little dirt, and you can get you can get abused. Um. All right. Sure. I'll come up with something. Don't come up with something. We know what it is. If I come up with something uh, big. Ew. I don't want to uh, have this be gay all the time, man. It's not. Uh... Yeah. I can't handle it. I want some hetero stuff going on in the show. <laughs> what? I tried playing football, man. That's, that's all I try to do. It's, that's hetero, isn't it? Yeah. Is it? That's very hetero. Playing football, but being the ball boy, <laughs> quote unquote, isn't. It wasn't me, man. It's not like I wanted to. <laughs> all right, maybe that's Just what... did it out of fear. Maybe that's what it is. He's, he'll be the ball boy. We want, What would you rather do, the ball boy thing or the fence thing to him, if he doesn't come through with a big announcement? Ball boy. Buster Big Hands, Heretic Ivan, and Zeppelin. 
You know Zeppelin's going to need a release. <laughs> cottontail's not around anymore. You and your cotton beard. How about this? For him to get out of it, he has to uh, have uh, Zeppelin be his roommate for the next week until he finds a way to get on his feet. All right. You yeah, that's cool, because I'm sure Tommy would love Share that. a bed with him. You take in Zeppelin. Because I'm sure Tommy would love Zeppelin knowing How about this? Live. Even better, Dubs gives you the conversion van, and you and Zeppelin live out of the conversion van for the next week. Dude, man. That's a little gay, isn't it? Not at all. That's totally gay. Not one bit. Zeppelin would kill me. He'd hunt me down and eat me. He would stab me for food. It's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. All right, starting the hideout door prize blowout early. Insane in the brain is the game. 407-916-1041, And because we'll have to break pretty quickly, we'll uh, come back with it and do it up uh, again. Let's go to Jay Money first up in Orlando. You there, Jay Money? Yep. All right, here we go. It's Insane in the Brain. Matt Albert will give you, I guess, a mental disease. You have to, is it true or false? You must get two out of three correct to be a winner. All right, Jay Money? Okay. Uh, here we go. All right. Number one is foreign accent syndrome. The syndrome causes people to speak their native language as if they had a foreign accent. For example, an American native speaker might speak with a uh, French-sounding accent. Is it real or fake? Real. Oh, wow. Nice. All right. Um... So somebody can catch this? Is it a disease? It's, uh, you, you usually get after severe brain injury, usually a stroke. And you would just talk, like, how would you be able to master the French accent? I, I think it would just come on out of nowhere. Oh, wow, that's fascinating. I mean, I guess it's sort of like, remember when, like, people get hypnotized, on like especially back on Ron and Fez and stuff, and then suddenly they were, it was a bad accent, but they were still... Speaking with one. So yeah. they would be thinking that they're doing the French accent. I mean, I don't know, I guess maybe it's just somewhere deep buried in there, like you hear it on, t- like, a movie or something. All right, all right, here we go. Insane of the Brain, Jay Money, your second question. This one's for you to be a winner. All right, number two, strobophobia and irrational fear of rainbows. Is that real or fake? Of rambos? Rainbows. Rainbows. <laughs> real. Uh, I think any fear is an irrational fear of rainbows. I don't think there's any reason to be afraid of them. Just got to make it clear. This one's for you to be a winner. This is your third out of three, J Money. Bipedal mania. The person refuses to walk normal and will only walk in reverse, usually contracted after the patient suffers a stroke. Real or fake? Wow. Real. Ah, Jay Money. Sorry, bro. All right, insane in the brain is the game. 407-916-1041-888-978. I'm sure that's real somewhere, though. <laughs> just... Well, you can't just... you got to know for sure. Well, I, that, that's not the name. Yeah, definitely. Uh, not the name. All right, fair enough. Then. I made up all of it. Let's go to Ron and Claremont. Ronnie, you ready? Yeah, I sure am. All right, got to get two out of three correct to be a winner. Insane in the brain, Matt Albert, hide outdoor prize blowout. Celebrophilia is an ab- celebrophilia celebrophilia <laughs> is an abnormally can you, intense. Can you isolate that? <laughs> yeah. Celebrophilia is an abnormally intense desire to have a romantic and or sexual relationship with a celebrity, real or fake. Celebrophilia. Fake. He, fake? Said, he said fake. Yeah. Oh, that's real. Yeah. No way. Uh, uh, don't we all have celebrophilia then? When it comes- abnormally intense, though, I think everybody wants to. But this is like just oh, a, a crazy, <laughs> a crazy drive, like that you cannot live without it. Yeah, I mean, I want to bang the hell out of 
you know, Jessica Alba, and I really, really, really want to. Well, I think it's just any celebrity, like... Oh, so, oh, you're a star effort then. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, Ron and Claremont, this was to stay in the game. You ready? All right, yeah, let's go. All right, this is called Hughes Syndrome, an overwhelming obsession with one's own fecal matter, causing the person to not dispose of it, but to store it. True. Oh. But it's named after Michael Hughes. So you know. <laughs> or Dave one. Yeah. Storing crappy talent on radio stations. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, let's take a break. We'll come back. More of the Hideout Door Prize blowout. An insane in the brain. If you're on the board, stay there. You'll get to play next on Real Radio 104.1. All right, let's get back to the game. Fantastic prizes up for grabs, including Predator tickets. The EA Sports uh, Arena Football for Xbox. Let's go over to Big E in Oviedo. You ready, Big E? Yes, sir. All right, here we go. Got to get two out of three to be a winner. Bigorexia is a disorder in which an individual becomes obsessed that they are not muscular enough. Real or fake? What was the of the disease? Bigorexia. Uh, fake. That one's real? Yeah, it's sometimes called muscle dysmorphia. Where guys, oh, that, that's why. Yeah, uh, it's, uh, some <laughs> some of the symptoms are constantly check themselves in a mirror, become distressed if a gym session is missed, take potentially dangerous drugs, oh Tommy, or neglecting jobs, relationship, or and family due to exercising. All righty, here's your second one, oh, Big Tommy. I have been kind of fat lately. <laughs> Big E, here we go. These puny arms, God, what's wrong with me? <laughs> Those aren't guns. It's like a 22 instead of a Colt 45. Oh, wait, no, that's a beer, isn't it? Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, feline mimic syndrome. Excessive licking of appendages until skin is raw and infected. Real or fake? Fake. <laughs> All right, that's that not fake. real. That's for man cat, your, your brother. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was thinking of, actually. Uh, All right, this one's to be a winner, Biggie. You got to get this one right. Alrighty, I You're cutting out, man. What was that? I got a good little bit of info for you after, too. Okay. Right, here we go. Dr. Strangelove Syndrome. Alien hand syndrome is a neurological disorder in which one of the sufferer's hands seems to take on a life of its own. Real or fake? Fake. Oh. What info did you have, Boris? I'm sorry you lost. I was the first winner there with uh, uh, BJ. Oh, nice. Yes, and uh, that girl with the Mustang? Uh-huh. No. 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 <laughs> She's hit? No. Uh, dirty. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Biggie. Appreciate it, bro. Just like the Mustang. Um. <laughs> all right, that's too funny. But he don't care. BJ does. No, B- just... I, you should see some of the stuff he's done. Oh. Yeah, he, he's not really uh, caring oh, about I, quality. And I found out his uh, chick isn't too fond of me. <laughs> I wonder why. The way you've talked about her on the radio, maybe? <laughs> maybe. All right, let's go over to Chris in Orlando. Chris, you're next up. All right, up? All right, we only got two left, so I'll tell you what, you're one and done so we can get to Ace in Daytona. Good enough. All right, here we go. Exploding head syndrome. It causes the sufferer to occasionally experience a tremendously loud noise, as if from within its his own head, usually described as an explosion or a roar. Real or fake? I don't know where you come up with that. I say fake. Ah, <laughs> oh, sorry, oh. dude. That one's oh. real. 
<laughs> so it's just a loud noise? Yeah, it usually happens within an hour to a falling asleep. Get away from me! Oh. Is that the noise you hear? Yes. Celebrophilia <laughs> is an ab celebrophilia. <laughs> celebrophilia. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, son. Hold on. Let, I want to hear that thing all the way through real quick. Celebrophilia right, is an ab celebrophilia. Celebrophilia. <laughs> my new favorite. <laughs> that is pretty good. I got it right the first time. I should have just kept yes. going. I don't know why you'd go back. Ace and Daytona, you're one and done on this, all right? Amen. Here we go. Genonomitis, the fear of air. The patient, if not medicated, will try to hold his or her breath until he eventually passes out because they are feared uh, they might be poisoned. Real or fake? Real. Damn. Going over. Started so well. <laughs> You just made that one up, Matt? Yeah. Just pulled that out. Where does the name come from? I I think think Tommy came up with it. Hmm. I said, Tommy, come up with a name. Uh, Gino Monitis. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's go to Sir Gary, get a check in uh, the headlines at the Hideout News Directory. Sir Gary. gentlemen. How y'all tonight? Fantastic. And you? I'm doing pretty good. Thank you. I had a pretty good day today. What made it so great, Sir Gary? I got to listen to Real Radio 104.1 today. Oh. That makes every day a good day. Yes, sir. What was the favorite thing you heard today? Uh, I, I didn't hear about Shannon, that Shannon Burke, and he got something wrong with him now or something. Right, right, mm-hmm. right, right. No, that was, yeah, that was, I hear you. That's good. That's great. So, Gary, what's in the news? In the news, um, um, Marla Weeks is coming to Channel 6 uh, next Monday morning. Uh, you know, here's the thing what's incredibly odd, Sir Gary, and I mean this. It's like you were reading my mind. Yes, sir. Because I just clicked on the email that I have. Uh-huh. Marla Weech will be on the show, The Hideout, tomorrow during the 7 o'clock hour to talk about I'd, coming I'd back. I'd give her a call. <laughs> yeah, you absolutely, Sir Gary. Call should, her up. Should call Marla. She'll be on during the 7 o'clock hour of The yes, Hideout sir. tomorrow. She'll be back at uh, Local 6 doing the co-acre yes, of uh, Local 6 First News in the morning. And I see that I see what Mabel Butler won her up, won the Sleek Mister against uh, Ernest Page. Right. All right, so Gary, where are you going to be on Sunday? Uh, Lord's willing, this is coming Sunday morning at 1030. I'll be at New Hope Property Baptist Church, brand new New Hope Property Baptist Church on the Story Road, West Story Road here in Winter Garden. We're going to be this pastor. You're on ground patrol to one the public survivors. So, Gary, mm-hmm. since you are the hideout news director, when yes, Marla Weech comes in tomorrow to talk about being back on Local 6, yes, sir. you want to give her a couple of news tips since you're a news director here on the radio? Uh, yes, I'll be happy to. All right, that'll be fantastic. I'm looking forward to that. Gentlemen, have a good evening and enjoy your program, and God bless you. And we'll God talk- bless you. Thank you. We'll talk to you tomorrow with Marla. <laughs> Very excited about her coming in. Mm-hmm. Uh, She's coming in studio? In studio, Wonderful. right, Chunks? She's been listening to the show all week. I can't believe we haven't scared her away. <laughs> I know. Mostly with me wanting to uh, bang Gizmo last night. People told me that may have been one of the single most funny uh, comments ever in the hideout. Why? It made me drop. It's true. I it was, was laughing. out of nowhere. I mean, we're just talking about Gizmo. You say how you want to have sex with it. It's a cute little thing. Hmm. Look at that horizontal mouth he has. All right, it's a hideout, Road Radio 104.1. Hideout. Hideout. Hideout.
J-Dubs, you've had an awful day. You seem completely stressed in your room. I want you to vent next. I'm frazzled. What's the biggest thing you want to vent about? Just how, like, my day has been packed tight. It's like I've had not had one little spot to breathe. Didn't you want to talk about something in particular? Well, the one thing that really made it packed was the traffic today, which was insane. All right, we'll talk about chunks or uh, dubs do a little venting next in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Hi, welcome back into the hideout. 407 star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. My buddy Lefty, our buddy. Yeah. Both of us are in his wedding. Yeah. He called me uh, this morning with some great news about Tool. Oh, what's the news? Can't share it. Can you tell me? Inside information. You can't tell me like who I am? I don't think you'd really care. I like Tool. I'm the one that turned you on to them. Yeah. You can at least turn me on to some news. It's something that I refuse to say to anyone, at least not on the air, because the more people that know about it, the it's bad for me. I'll tell you during the break. Cool. It's very cool, though. Um, could involve you. Even two, maybe if you're interested. But, Dubs, you seem like you, uh, by Curious BJ and uh, Saffer Bay, we'll talk to them in a second and see how the... Uh, the ticket stop. Ticket stop for the Predators went. But, first of all, Dubs, I feel like you need to vent a little bit. You see, well, my, the, show I, is, the show has been insane. I cannot believe it's already 9.15. Yeah. Well, the last three shows, including this one, have been just crazy, and they've uh, flown by, which is good. That means we're having fun and uh, doing a lot of good stuff. But today has just been completely nuts because... Uh, By the way, real fast, on that note, tomorrow, Hideout Fight Club, part two, between Bicurious BJ and Matt Albert. You do not want to miss that. Well, here's here's what happened today. Uh, today I had to wake up uh, semi-early because we were supposed to have uh, these uh, people come over and uh, uh, shampoo our carpets. Because we just re-signed our lease, and that's what they do. They come over, they check everything, they make sure everything's clean, and they shampoo your carpets, do all that stuff. So I made sure I got up early, uh, had everything, all the uh, the uh, furniture moved, everything taken care of, so these people could come over. I wait around until like 1.30, 2 o'clock. No. I go over to the leasing office, who uh, booked these people to come over, or so I thought, and found out nothing was booked. So they say, well, we can have it done tomorrow, but tomorrow I have stuff going on, and I have to have the apartment nice and clean and just done. So I, I totally canceled that, and I said, I'll book another one next week. I'm going to sit here, watch you guys book it, so I know exactly what time. I know you guys did it, uh, but I'll be back next week to do it. That sucks when you're supposed to have an appointment, and it doesn't come through. I, I can understand if there's complications with like you know them getting there or anything. But not being booked, period, when they I saw them write it down to book it in the computer. So that didn't happen. I I can handle that if that's the only thing that goes wrong during the day. So I go back home. I you know rearrange all my stuff, put it back down, and uh, then I decide you know I'm gonna get some prep done, and then we're gonna go to the wing house have a, a little lunch. You and Bike Harry's BJ. Yeah. So uh, we did that. We got the prep done. We went and uh, did the uh, the wing house, and then. Uh, the big thing was today I have to take my girlfriend to the uh, the airport because she has a flight going out. 
And she doesn't get off work till 5, so I have to take her right at 5 so I can get back here by 7, which everybody knows didn't happen. Yeah, you missed uh, the first part of the show. Yeah, I missed, like, the first 10 minutes. So I go pick her up, take her out there. By the way, people tell me the first 10 minutes, funniest, most entertaining. I would have to agree. Not because of you, because of the girl. All right, fair enough. Uh, but uh, So I go pick her up. I take her out to the, there. It takes me about 45 minutes to get from her work to the airport. That leaves me an hour 15 to get back. All right, from the airport, you know, the southeast side, making it back up to uh, the north side, Maitland. Hour 15 seems like plenty of time. Which way did you go? Uh, the way out there, which took me 45 minutes, 436. Okay. And that took me 45 minutes. I figured, okay, I'm going to try to shave a little time off this, take toll road to I-4. Took toll road. Toll road was perfect. Got to I-4 at 615. Didn't get off the exit until 6.57. The whole way, I didn't see a whole lot of people merging on and off. I didn't see a whole, I, I never saw one accident. But for some reason, we were stopped, basically. Stop and go, maybe 20 miles an hour the whole way. Uh, you know why, though, right? Hmm. Holiday weekend. But the thing is, I didn't see a lot of people gain on the uh, the expressway. Usually that's why, because of all the merging going on. I didn't see a whole lot of that. Now, what's funny is that that's what I hear I-4 is every day. But you and I live so close to the station. I think we've been spoiled. We never really deal with that. Mm-hmm. So I do Here's that. Here's where your mistake was, because I've had to do that a couple of times. You take Toll Road over to, like, University, even Red Bug, over to 436, over to 1792, 414 make it to the station my problem was i i did it as a split decision you know last second i saw 436 i, I saw the toll road to i4 or 436 i just took that toll road i'm like i'm gonna try this well what you pitching about it's your problem for not being prepared that's true i mean i'll take responsibility for it but it was it was just a pain in my ass and it, I'm, I'm not going to take complete responsibility for it because the people even when it opened up and people could go they were so, their mindset was still in stop and go that they were hitting their brakes all the time in the open traffic. Like there was nothing in front of them and they were hitting the brakes. So I'm laying on my horn the whole time. I finally get off the exit. 6.57. Look in my back seat. I forgot my bag with my headphones and all the, that good stuff in it. So I have to run to my house before I can get up here. Technically, I probably could have made it on time if I was smart enough to remember my bag in my back seat. Right. So you feel like it sounds like a lot of the problem is you. My preparedness, maybe. But I, I still think from toll road to uh, I four to here should never take hour fifteen. Yeah. Well, I agree with that. But to me, it's a holiday weekend. You got to know that's going to happen. I mean, it sucks. I completely agree. But on a holiday weekend. You know how it gets, man. And it, it's not real. And okay, to top it all off, I take all my day out to go to the airport and everything. Turns out, the airport, uh, the airline has uh, semi canceled the flight. What? Well, the, she had a connector in uh, in Atlanta. That was that she had forty five minutes in was between. She going up to Michigan? Yeah, she okay. had forty five minutes in between her flight from. Uh, from uh, Orlando to Atlanta, from to uh, her flight from Atlanta to Michigan. Because connection. Yeah. So she had 45 minutes of time in there where it would be kind of a dead zone and she'd be able to get on her next flight. She was supposed to take off at 
flight got pushed back till 10.30. So there's no way in hell she would make it there in time for uh, her flight in uh, Atlanta. Reasoning for it? Lack of pilot. (laughs) They don't have a pilot. That's a new one. I've never heard that before. Who doesn't book a pilot for a flight? Now, wait a second. Who was it? What's she flying? Delta. Aren't they going through a strike thing right now? I don't know. Probably. Who isn't? I thought Delta... The economy's going so well, I don't think anybody could be striking. I thought... I actually thought that Delta was in the middle of a strike right now. I could be completely wrong, so don't take it as fact. So, Delta doesn't have a pilot for her flight, so now she uh, has to go stay in a hotel. Uh, at their expense, of course, uh, the uh, the airline. They're putting her up? Yeah, they they give her a hotel for that. Why? Uh, her, she lives in town. Well, her next the, the next flight will take off at 7 a.m. So it's either wait for me to get home or get up there after the show and bring her back, and then take her back up there about five o'clock in the morning. Doesn't make sense. She she can just go sit down in a, in a hotel room and sleep and get a, or a semi full night. Or maybe meet a nice guy down at the hotel bar. Actually, she was looking for a hotel bar. They didn't have one at the hotel because. All the hotels are booked up around there. Finally found some crap hotel without a bar, without anything that she could stay in. Oh, dude. So she's in a real good mood for going home for Easter. Mm-hmm. Man, that sounds awful, Dubs. Well, one thing, uh, one of those things happening during the day I can handle. And I can be fine, but they, I'm just waiting for the next shoe to drop. What do you think it'll be? Well, I thought it was my, uh, I asked by Curious BJ to get me a nice blue monster. And uh, he, he said he went to one place, he couldn't find it. And I'm like, oh, that just makes sense. But BJ and Soft did uh, scour the uh, the area and found me a blue monster. And I appreciate that. BJ, what can you do to help out your boy, uh, Dubs? Well, I think we Pop have... Pop Rock Cinema? <laughs> yeah, Pop Rock Cinema. Mm-hmm. Does that work? Yeah, well, you're, we're going to find out tonight. Okay. With you. Pop Rock Enema. In your ass. Oh, you know what? There's a problem. What? We couldn't find any Pop Rock. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. On the 50th anniversary, you can't find Pop Rocks? I guess not. So we're going to substitute Alka-Seltzer. I was thinking, I don't know that I've ever seen them sold anywhere. Wait a minute. Uh-huh. What? Alka-Seltzer. Yeah, we're going to use Alka-Seltzer instead of Pop Rocks. Right, hold on a second, Dubs. Matt and Maitland has some info. What's up, Matt? Hey, how's it going, guys? All right, dude. Um, yeah, I was calling about that Delta issue. They are on strike. I saw last night on the news. I think they have like like two or 300 pilots or something like that that they're all striking. Hmm. They showed them outside picketing. Oh, yeah, that's what I thought. I had seen it on the news. Uh, so yeah. that's why there was a lack of pilot then. Yeah, they're they're like real close, supposedly, to like becoming bankrupt again for the second time. So. <laughs> oh, Delta yeah. is. Yep. Oh, man. All right, hey, I appreciate that, Matt. No Thank problem, you, my friend. Man. I got a question for the uh, listeners. Okay. I would like to know what happened at the Red Lobster. No, no, I kid you not. Uh, Because you called, we were on the way, you were on the way to the ticket drop, and you alleged that someone died there. We saw two fire trucks and an ambulance there as we drove by, and a bunch of people standing around. And the people at the restaurant next door were standing around. But you can't just go saying that someone died. Then... As we're driving, another ambulance is driving past us right as we get by the Red Lobster. It could be that someone had a heart attack or something. So why do they need two ambulances and a couple fire trucks? Well, 
That's usually, I, I don't know about why two ambulances, but ambulance and fire truck makes sense. Now, I'm not saying factual information here, <laughs> yeah. but I think somebody, somebody probably, in my opinion, died tonight. Well, you don't know that though. I'm not saying it's you true. You don't have anything to base it on. I know. It, I'm, it's an, it's an, my hypothesis. <laughs> yeah, I think it was an Alka-Seltzer enema incident that All right, killed we'll, him. We'll find that out in a second. Jason in Lake Mary, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. What's up, Jason? Oh, not much. The whole thing with Delta, I'm actually a Delta employee. I don't work for them directly. I'm a flight instructor at mm-hmm. their academy up in Stanford. Oh, okay. Um, so what's going on with them is they're not striking yet. Uh, the the pilots, um, are they are picketing outside of Atlanta, but those are the pilots that aren't scheduled to fly that day. Uh, nobody's striking, but they have a deadline of the 15th, which is Saturday. And um, there has been a contract put out by the airline that they want the pilots and the flight attendants and the mechanics to all accept. And I think so far two of those three groups have accepted it, but one is holding out. I think it's the flight attendants, but I'm not sure. So would anyway, that would that cause there to be no available pilot for Dubs's uh, chicks flight today? Um, it's possible, but I've had a flight delayed before because of crew rest issue, where the pilots weren't available at the time because their flight was delayed the previous day. So mm. they had to. They have to get so much sleep each night. Oh, that's they, right. I yeah, forgot there's, about uh, there's a mandatory sleep uh, between flights, right, or between, uh, in a certain amount of time. I forgot about right. that rule. So it could have been that, yep. All right, thank you. I appreciate that, Jason. Hmm. All right, let's take a So which Red Lobster was this at, BJ? The one over on uh, 436? It would have been, yeah, the one right on 436. I love how he just repeats. <laughs> yeah, I, just in case you missed it. It was the Red Lobster on 436. Right next to I-4. Right next to I-4. <laughs> All right, so do we want to... How close to the 1793? Uh, the, the I-4. And this is where you went in and killed a little girl? Yeah, this is where a death occurred, in my opinion. <laughs> okay, you don't... In your opinion, you, you there's nothing for you to base it on. I'm just guessing. Uh, can, uh, can we have somebody tell us, or maybe do we want to call the Red Lobster and find out what happened? Yeah, call them. I'm sure they'll they'll release that information. All right. Maybe a choking. Oh, we don't know. I'm just guessing. I'm just speculating. Those jumbo shrimp are pretty big. You need to chew them. I tell you, I could really go for one of their uh, cheddar biscuits. Who couldn't? Those are great. It's a hideout. Roll Radio 104.1. Stay tuned to the hideout. The hideout. The hideout. All right, Dubs, I have two questions for when we get back from the break. Okay. First of all, what are your favorite things to do when your chick is gone out of town? All right? And then secondly, do men have a time of the month? Is it mine right now, do you think? find out next in the hideout real radio 104.1 all right welcome back into the hideout it's real radio 104.1 and dubs on a thursday night 407 star 1041 on your spring uh, singular wireless phone hey let me ask you dubs mm-hmm. since your chick is now holed up in a hotel room down near the airport are you obligated to go spend the night with her down there no not at all she'll be in bed very soon so, so she doesn't uh, she doesn't expect you? No. Um So what are you gonna do then now that she's not gonna be around? Well, it's only a weekend. 
Probably, like, what's I, your favorite thing to do, though, when, like, your chick isn't around? When my chick isn't around, I enjoy doing nothing. I enjoy sitting at home doing nothing. Just relaxing, not worrying about a list being put in front of me of stuff to clean. That's what I enjoy. So you don't take out the trash? Nope. Do you like to shower? Shower. No. Do you... When I say nothing, I mean nothing. Do you change clothes? No. No underwear, no clothing, no nothing. Isn't it funny, like, if chicks weren't around, how just disgusting we'd be? Like, if we were given the opportunity. But here's what's even more ironic about that. Yet gay men are incredibly clean and tidy and kind of hold it together. They have that gene. Oh, is that what it is? Because mm-hmm. they're essentially women? Well, you know, they... Yeah. Coming with uh, enjoying penis and is enjoying a, uh, a nice clean area. I didn't know that. I love to be dirty then. I hate being in a clean place. It feels... I feel unaccomplished if things are clean. You feel... Accomplished or not accomplished? Unaccomplished. If things are clean, you don't think you've done anything well? Yeah. It's like, look at this place. It's, it's immaculate. Too clean. It's too clean. I haven't really experienced anything. Yeah. I can understand that. It, it, it works the exact opposite with chicks, though. They feel accomplished when it's clean. Women are odd. We just stop and think about women for a second and, like, what drives them. What do you think drives a woman? Babies? I think people always should drive women because they're terrible at it. I'll say another thing, too, and I, I just thought about this. So I'm sitting there and I'm watching ER today, which is, like, for some reason, I'm so caught up in ER. The old episodes? Old episodes on TNT and also on the WB Daytime. I watch three hours of ER a day. Okay? So I see a commercial for, a like, a... A stay-free maxi pad, right? But this is like a maxi pad bonus, where it also helps from bladder leakage, which I didn't even know chicks had to deal with, on top of having a period. But then I'm thinking, what did chicks do before tampons and maxi pads? Like, cause that is a thought that has never entered my mind. Would they just walk around? Well, I know they're with well, a mess. Well, I know for a while they had like this uh, kind of belt thing type going that you would like, you know, strap on, and it would uh, it would have like kind of a pad connected to it. This is back in like the forties. Really? Mm-hmm. Yes, Matt. Yes, I just called Red Lobster to find out what was going on, and it turns out there was uh, just a woman that wasn't feeling well, and she ended up just driving herself home. CBJ, now someone has a conflicting story. Juice in Orlando. Thanks for putting me on, man. He's got to watch what he says, man. He's going to freak people out. There were fatalities there tonight. What happened? Hey, right, man. Me and my woman went down there for dinner. We killed two lobster and about 36 shrimp. Now, see? All right, so maybe that's what it was. All right, so some lady just didn't feel well. You can't go and say that people died, BJ. I didn't say people died. Even in your opinion. What? It's my opinion. Which holds nothing. I didn't say it did. <laughs> How do you have an opinion that someone died? That's not even an opinion. That's a hypothesis. It was a guess. 
That's a hypothesis. Yeah, that's what I said. It's not an opinion. It's a hypothesis. Hate you. <laughs> hate him so much. Now he's starting to wear on my nerves. All right, but I'm just sitting here thinking, what did chicks do before the tampon and the maxi pad? All right, let's say before the 40s. Let's say in Bible times. I say they just kept on growing the hair. That's not enough, though. That's not yeah. going to keep anything. Oh, have you ever seen a woman with the with the that that thing's bigger than a pad? Look, these are legitimate questions. I'm giving you a legitimate answer. I, I swear to God, I think that's what they did, and uh, they just you know made sure they kept on going to the trough and getting keeping it clean. Hmm. All right, four zero seven nine one six one zero four one. Maybe they sat in the sand. They used uh, bunched up baby hair. The hell? Do you think they used hair ones? Chuck Jock. Do you think it was like condoms where it was like lambskin or something? Where they just got a nice pelt? <laughs> when do you think like what what would make that like uh jump to uh you know, okay, uh I'm bleeding. I need something to keep this right there. Why wouldn't you let it just go out? I don't think you can, though. It's not very sanitary. Look, I'm not trying to be disgusting, but this is something you got to think about. Like, how, like, almost think we're lucky to have tampons and maxi pads, even guys. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, uh, it'd, otherwise it'd be this crazy world of, like, you didn't trails grow, everywhere. You didn't grow up in my house where there was a big open trash can next to the, to- the toilet? Dude, I grew up with a single mom. I know what it is. Not a single a single fat mom and a single fat sister who had single fat uh, cycles. This is true. I'm, I know uh, Dubs' sister. Yeah, by Curious BJ. I honestly feel that she may have been on her period three weeks out of the month. It was that bad. And I know mm-hmm. exactly what he's talking about. You go in their bathroom, the there it is. I, Every time. It's. Hey, remember that lesbian girlfriend I've told you about that mm-hmm. I had? When we were in high school, the main reason that I never took her virginity was because she was she had this real weird thing, and I felt incredibly bad for her, where she had her period for two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. When, um, when she was on the pill, okay? So for half the month, I couldn't touch her. But then if she got off the pill... I guess it regulated itself mm-hmm. somehow, but then we couldn't do anything because she'd be off the pill. Jesus, man. God, I'm so glad to be a dude. Yeah. We don't have to do these pill things. We don't have to worry about this monthly but thing. But, you know, I'll say this for women. This is enough reason why they should be getting equal pay because they got to go through this whole body thing and work. Yet somehow they make 70 cents on the dollar. It just doesn't seem right. It's like when it rains, yeah, it, it seems pours. like it should be around 60. Is this Lee? Uh, Leah. Leah in Longwood. What's going on, Leah? Hey, I just wanted to uh, add in to the topic about women and their periods. Uh, if you've heard the expression, on the rag. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that refers to, like, back in medieval times, women would use rags, basically, to soak up the blood. So maybe to give you some insight into what women did before the invention of tampons and maxi I thought they used dead chipmunks. Now, what about the whole thing of Aunt Flo? Aunt Flo's in town. 
Or is that just code? You know, I'm not sure about that. I don't know if that's a euphemism. Maybe that was come up with in the 50s because it sounded polite. Right. My Aunt Flo's in town. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Lee. I appreciate that. All right. You're welcome. All right. But what about before medieval times? I'm talking cavemen and women. Horse hair. Stop already with the hair. They're not using hair. How do you... Takes, just cut cut a piece of tail off, twist it up. I think you're more likely going to use a pelt than a horse hair, than a mane. Yeah, they, I guess the pelt's already, uh, you know, bloody. I don't know what keep saying. We know what it is already. It's ugging me out a little bit. Why? It's a natural thing that happens with the body. Deal with it. Some weeds. It's like dandelions. Grass. Mm-hmm. Jim in Winter Springs, you're in the hideout. Indian doing? corn. All right, there. Hey, listen. Uh, one thing a friend of mine said was, uh, it's true that women are evil because they can bleed for a week and not die. Yeah, we heard that one before. Yeah, mm-hmm. but no, listen. In, in the Middle East, um, from uh, what I understand, they used to send the women out away from the village to uh, take care of their cycle, and they weren't allowed back until it was done. Oh no we way! We do that now. Oh yeah. wow! So we round them all up and send them to the land. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right, thank you. Guys you guys are awesome, man. Thank you, appreciate it. Hmm. All right, but it's not the time when they're actually, you know, in their psych, like when they're menstruating. It's like those two or three days before that you would want to send them away. Yeah. When they're doing it, they aren't that bad. It's the, the buildup of the cramps and everything that really... I can't believe what women have to go through. Nasty. I mean, it's like you said, it's part of life. Doesn't uh, make it. You know, there's a lot of parts of life that are nasty. That heavy flow that that will last for like weeks on end is called menorrhagia. How serious? do you know that? Or is that uh, part of your insane in the brain game? No, I just that's just a a stupid fact I know. So the two week thing? Yeah, that sometimes will last going for months, and it's just really heavy oh, flow. Oh, all right, thank you, Matt. Yeah, so I guess that's what my like. She was one of my high school girlfriends. She had menorrhagia? She's a lesbian now. I wonder how that is for her sex life. Or I wonder if that's why she's decided to go lesbian, despite the fact that she had a lesbian mom. Because, think about it, she's with a lesbian. She's off the pill, so she's not doing the whole two-week menstruation. That could be. It could be some kind of Noah's Ark thing. Just raining blood for 40 days. That was over the top. Hmm? I had to dump it. What? Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. I dumped that. Sorry. I know people are touchy about the situation. What situation? The weekly cycle or the monthly cycle. I don't understand why it's a touchy subject. I don't know. For some reason, people don't like to talk about it. it happens. <laughs> Do you ever sit there like if you're with your chick and you know it's that time? You're just looking at him and you're just thinking about what's going on. And you just kind of feel sorry for him. I never breathe through my nose in that time. It's a hideout <laughs> radio. Just get some towels. 104.1. Thursday night, it's a hideout real radio 104.1. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. All right, so I'm wondering if animals have the menstruation we were talking about. Because I'm sitting there watching a commercial. This morning while watching ER, and I'm just thinking, what did cave women do? And, like, what do women in, like, third world countries do? I have, uh, actually, a site was just sent to me on all the facts of uh, of the, the heavy flow in the cycles. 
www.bloodytrixie.com. Okay, that's not a factual site. All right, let's start with Stacy, and then we'll go to Nicole in Orlando. Ladies first, Stacy, what do you got? Uh, well, I've actually a couple things. Yes, animals do have it, and I know Native Americans. What they used to do during that lovely time of the month is they would actually use moss and kind of like wad it up and jam it up there, and, <laughs> and they would actually. That's what, a lot of them had mite problems because there's mites that live in moss. Oh. Oh and before that, um, I'm not sure if it was colonial time or even before that, there was they would send their wife or their woman in their life off like to a certain like mountain or a faraway destination so that the female would have to leave the household for that week or however long it was, take care of business, rent off, and then come back. Oh, my That's- goodness. I think we should bring that back. What do you mean, BJ? I think we should bring that back. It could be like a passage into womanhood. Like no, could- We've evolved beyond that. Well, the, the two, days, two days prior to the cycle, you send them off to the woods for the hunt to get go out and get themselves a uh, carcass. Oh, or Jesus. a hide that they can use, too, as... All right. Hey, Stacy, thank you for the info. And they live off the food. I appreciate but, it. Absolutely. Listen, only one other thing I think of is, I know that either Japan or China, they would actually use, like, the sponges from the sea. Someone, when first discovered that whole nonsense, oh. they would use that, and the woman would use the sponge, and she'd have to stay by the water flow river or wherever and rinse it out, stick it back in, rinse oh it out. Oh, my God. That's what inspired the tampon. Oh my God! I thank you, Stacy. Uh-huh. I appreciate it. I wonder what the she fu- knew her pads. What was the thought process behind the person who invented the idea? Like, hey, you know what? We can take the sponge from the sea, and you can yeah, go no, ahead and. I remember. Now here's what I'm thinking, Dubs. If you were a chick, what would you roll with? The tampon or the uh, pad? Tampon. I couldn't imagine. <laughs> I I genuinely couldn't imagine either one. Like you haven't tried to uh, see what it'd be like to be a woman. No, not huh? well. All right, maybe. Uh, Nicole in Orlando, you're next up. What's up, Nicole? Uh, not much. Um, there is a book out. It's on the national bestsellers list, and it's called The Red Tent. Okay. And I haven't had a chance to read it yet, but someone else in my family has, and basically it discusses this very issue and what took place during biblical times. Oh, really? Yeah. Is it in the Bible? Like any, uh... Didn't they use doves or something? Uh, doves? Yeah. I thought there's something about doves within the Bible and the whole time. Well, I, I think so. I don't know if they used them during their menstrual cycle. But, right. <laughs> but I should... No, I really want to read the book. Yeah, but that's that's what it's about, and it's it's gotten a lot of, you know, really big reviews, so that's... All right. That's what I'm gonna, that's about. All right. Thank you. I appreciate that, Nicole. Sure, no problem. Hmm. I gotta find this. The red tint. PJ, what are you doing? Thinking that we just need to go back to that, like somehow regress as human beings. It could be, like I said, a passage into womanhood. You know what? I'm on his side in this one too. We could make something out of this. Make make womanhood more pure. And more of a game. Yeah, be interesting. It'd, It'd be fun, at least. For who? For you? The girl who you send out to the woods. I'm going to go send women out to the woods. Who doesn't like the woods? It's peaceful. Survive, you know, she could live off the fat of the land for a couple days. It'd be great. This is awful. 
How is this book on the best sellers list, by the way? There's a lot of women out there. Oh, come on, but do you want to read the, the book? I mean, would you? I mean, yeah, you brought up the topic. But yeah, would you I want think to read I, it? I think I actually would, to be honest. That's, I would skim it. I don't know if I would get uh, <laughs> into it in depthly. I'd want the footnotes. Uh, four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Jason in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Jason? Hey, what's up? Actually, uh, last segment, I, uh, Hefe, I think you hit the nail right on the head. Over in India, they took like a cloth, a rag, and they actually put a little bit of sand in there and kind of put it up against their area, and they were able to do this because there's one difference between uh, menstrual blood and sand. You know what that is? What? You can't gargle with sand. Oh, I had to dump true. it. I had to dump that. Dude, it's so true. Dude, that was, <laughs> that, was, that was so incredibly funny, dude, and I so wish we were on satellite so it could have gotten on the air. Oh, boy. That was way too funny, Jason. I My apologies uh, to you. Yeah, I wish we could have got that on there. Oh, he should keep calling back, though. He's a good caller. All right, 407-916-10. Those of you on the, that listen on RuralRadio.fm, I think you got to hear it. <sighs> really should be listening on the Internet so you can get the uncensored high mm-hmm. We should pull that for the podcasting. I don't think you can, though. No, I think that's it's post-dump. Po- post-delay. Christine and Castleberry, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. What's up, Christine? Well, I was calling to say you can actually control your menstrual cycle. I haven't had a period in six years. Whoa, that's probably not healthy. No, it's absolutely fine. Really? Uh, yes, it is. And uh, I did this by taking Depo Pavera shots. Oh, yeah, yeah Depo, Depo shot. Uh, aren't you supposed to, isn't like the max time six or seven years for it, though? You're well, supposed to stop after seven years? I stopped it a couple years ago, and um, I spoke to my doctor, and he was totally cool with me just taking the pill, but just not taking the, continuing with the pill continuously and not taking the sugar pills, not going without taking the pill. So I take the pill continuously, and I've been doing it for a couple years now, and I I have not had a menstrual cycle in six years, and I love it. I'm sure. Thank you, Christine. Appreciate it. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean to cut you off. Those are horse hormones, right? I know a good, uh, Bobo says they used leeches as, uh, that for cave women. You're a liar, Bobo. I know a good uh, way to control your periods. Mm-hmm. Uh, hysterectomy. Okay, that's not a simple and that's an, <laughs> an incredibly awful, like invasive procedure that can really mess with you. That's just not a way. I, 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 I'm on your side, Happy. I think it's a, a big step to go to the doctor and get a hysterectomy. How about just like a a tablet of battery acid? Or you can get one for ten dollars in the back of Dubs's van. Just don't step on the kids. What is going on? <laughs> huh? Five dollars for abortions. Ten dollars for hysterectomies. <laughs> Look at you two, you maniacs. What? It's it's shot it. We put a rubber tip on the shot end it, of the shot hand. it, <laughs> shot it, shot it. <laughs> Doctor Sadki, you're in the hideout of Rural Radio. Oh yes, this is Doctor Sadiki from. Uh, I'm right now in Orlando, but I'm from India. Uh, they used a kuru plant. It's very much absorbent, uh, uh, and then they. <laughs> Eat it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can hold it together. <laughs> I, 
I look. I had a simple thought. A simple thought. And simple answers, my friend. Yeah, incredibly <laughs> oversimplified. And what about animals? So animals don't have that same thing, though. Uh, period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Sadie Lou got fixed, so she doesn't have hers anymore. But she did have one. But would it have the same byproduct as a woman's? But smaller, yeah. <laughs> For some reason, don't that worry. Made, they that, have a tail. That made me want to throw up. <laughs> Just thinking about that. What am I talking about, man? I'm bloodier right now than any woman. Maybe I'm on my cycle. Yeah. With this internal hemorrhoid that I have. Maybe if uh, you guys, when you guys get the satellite, we can tell the R.J. Strakowski story. <laughs> what the hell what, is what's that? that? Remember when he had the? Uh... No, I can't. We can't do that. <laughs> I now. said once you got on satellite. What is the story? Now I want to hear it. Is there no way to clean it up? He had red nail polish on. Oh. Let me just say that. The medical terminology. Okay, don't. It's in, one word. One word. No, I don't care. One word could be in trouble. Tommy, cut off your. Tommy, cut off your mic. One word. No, not one word. All right, write it down for me. Okay. Come here. Write it down on the back of this if you know how to write. I don't know if I can spell it right, but... <laughs> I'm sure you can't. All right, BJ's writing down the one word. I, I have no idea what that is as I show it to the documentary. All right, let's take a break and come back. I don't know how to spell it! <laughs> yeah, that's what it looks like, plankton. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> what? <laughs> Placenta. <laughs> <laughs> Sign up. Real Radio 104.1. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Listen to the hideout. Coming up next on the hideout. On the hideout. On the hideout. Ah, uh, I was hoping we'd learn a little something. I think we did. Turns out, no, nothing at all. Only that BJ doesn't know how to spell placenta. We'll take a break. Come back. Ladies from Dancers Royale here yet? They should be here any moment. BJ, we'll uh, begin setting up you and your bicurious Pop Rocks enema next in the Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout. It's Real Radio 104.1. It's Thursday night. Tomorrow night's policy, uh, exactly 24 hours from now, the second Hideout Fight Club. But right now, it's bicurious BJ. Chunks, will you, will you check on uh, Dancers Royale and see how things are going or if they're on their way up here tonight? Because By Curious BJ has volunteered since it is the 50th anniversary of the Candy Pop Rocks. And he will do a By Curious BJ Pop Rock Enema. Now, BJ, have you ever had Pop Rocks before? I have. It's been a long time. Orally, of course. But I have. Okay. Orally, of course. All right, so you were brought a couple of different flavors, watermelon and strawberry. I think I'm going to go with the strawberry tonight. Okay. But I'm going to I'm going to taste it first. All right, just, just with your mouth. All right, let's see. Maybe you can actually hear it. Uh, now, have you ever done the whole Pop Rocks and soda thing? 
I think it was Pop Rocks and Coke was the, uh, yeah. the thing that the, Could the big rumor. Could you do it with Sprite, though? No, it was, uh, it was a whole thing of something in the Coke mixed with... Uh... All right, there you put it in your mouth. Ooh, that's going to clean you. All right, BJ. Mm, this is going to be interesting for sure. <laughs> I don't know. With the enema? Wow. I can feel I can feel the explosion of excitement in my mouth. <laughs> Isolate that. Get that one. Um, <laughs> BJ, are you enjoying the Pop Rocks? Orally, I am. I don't know if I'm too excited about the crowd I have here to witness this. Well, we can send them out if you want to. Yeah, we can do it. Uh, except yeah. for the uh, camera. The camera stays. Oh, the, yeah. The, the This is going on the documentary. The Bicurious BJ documentary. Are you enjoying the Pop Rocks? They're good. Yeah, they're really good. Do you want to try the watermelon just to see which one you would rather do the enema with? All right, I'll try the watermelon. Okay. Can I take a sip of my tasty beverage here first? Oh, you betcha. Go ahead. Okay. That is a tasty beverage. It's Sprite. Okay. What? <laughs> you're acting like it's uh, the the finest champagne in the world. Yeah, you, like you're uh, Samuel Jackson, and this is uh, Pulp Fiction. Big Kahuna Burgers. Can I have a taste of your tasty beverage? Just to eat the Pop Rocks. <laughs> I don't need your right. Samuel Jackson impressions. Wa- watermelon. All right, here's the watermelon one. Putting a lot in there. How's the watermelon compared to the strawberry, BJ? I can feel the explosion of excitement in my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) It's wonderful. It's a whole array of flavor and taste. It's just watermelon. It's not an array of flavor, just one flavor, watermelon. Yeah, it's one. You're not tasting this right now. How about you boys kiss and you guys can actually share the taste? I'm definitely going with strawberry, though. All right, for the enema? Watermelon, yeah, watermelon's actually not that good. <laughs> wow. Try it. No, I don't want any. I'm doing a radio show. <laughs> It'll take you like three seconds. Dubs can take over for a minute. Mm. Let's try the watermelon. I'll have some watermelon. <laughs> Isolate that one. Yeah. yeah take this go ahead and get that, too. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Sorry. All right, BJ, so have you decided, how, now we can't get too graphic on how you're going to Execute. You basically will execute, and we won't really describe a whole hell of a lot. We'll just hear it. But, I mean, how am I going to put the mic right down there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, now, hold on. I'm just thinking. I'm trying to think out loud. Should we get a straw? Um, oh, fill the end of a straw with some? I Be careful. Yes, uh, Doogie Tarantino. I was I was thinking like a funnel or something maybe. But I don't know if we have. Well, that's why I was thinking will, a straw could serve. Will there be liquid used? Or no. How know. about how about just? I say a little bit of liquid just to get the popping started. Hmm. I was just thinking using the old. Uh, okay, what, that's what, fine. What that's God fine. Gave that, me. All right. <laughs> well then, then let's do that. I don't know if I feel comfortable with more than one foreign object. Okay, fair enough. So. That's how you'll do it then, because you want to do 50th anniversary of Pop Rocks. Yeah. And you're going to do that. I'll have some watermelon. How is it over there? Uh... It's horrible. You don't like it either? doesn't taste like watermelon? Or do they have that really fake watermelon taste? 
it, it really fake Jolly Rancher watermelon taste. You got to try the strawberry. The strawberry is all right already. <laughs> the strawberry is delightful. You have grape. <laughs> I've, I bet grape. Slice. You're breaking breaking a lot of stereotypes over there. I think flavor. I think grape or cherry would be awesome. Orange. Wow. All right, already. I know what you're doing. No, I'm. I really like some orange. All right, let's take a break. BJ, do you want everybody to clear out? <laughs> or are you gonna yeah, do it in front of everybody? I would like a little privacy. All right, but the camera stays. Okay. We're just going to put it up on the Internet or sell the Vicarious hey, BJ. Hey, that's fine. It's a little different. Then with people in here watching, do you need Dubs to help you? No. He's going to be watching from the booth. Mm-hmm. And so I'm in here with you and stuff. Yeah, you can you can watch the whole thing transpire. Are you nervous? I'm not so nervous as much as I am what the effects are going to be. Are you ashamed? That you thought of something I mean, like this? I, that I thought of, that I thought of something like this? Like this is my idea? Yeah, because it was. Uh, okay, that's this is new to me. I just can't. Uh, see it my... better be. <laughs> hey, I don't think you'd be doing this in your spare time. I mean, imagine I come up to you guys before the show. I'm like, hey guys, listen, I got this great idea. Right. It's the 50th anniversary of the pop rock. I don't even know how you knew that. That was crazy. How about I insert? All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I'm gonna be clean. No, you can't. You've already gone. You say anything afterwards? It's too much. Yeah. That that word followed by any other cannot be good. The heck! Just let us deal with what is said. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. I'm gonna have some more strawberry now. <laughs> imagine this. Uh, all right, yes, oh, yeah, are. that's fine. Just imagine. Just, wait, just, yep. let's take two seconds. Just imagine. This delicious goodness. Okay, that's enough thinking. <laughs> Let's go to break. <laughs> and when we come back, we'll commence with the Pop Rocks. Enema. Enema. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. 5,000. Coming up next <laughs> on the hideout. There's nothing on the show yet. All right, coming up next, you'll hear by Curious BJ do his thing. This yeah. is all to earn a lap dance. From the lady, lovely ladies from Dancers Royale. Quick break, we'll come back. It's the Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Dubs, we've had a development. What's happened? Snatchy Cakes has decided she wants to hop in on the fun. Yeah, what's she going to do? Uh, bike here is BJ doing the Pop Rocks Enema. She's going to do a Pop Rocks douche. Hot. All right, BJ. <laughs> BJ, you're first. Now, we're getting this for uh, the documentary for By Curious BJ. Are Dubs, you ready, BJ? Dubs, we're taking it to a whole nother level tonight. No, no close-ups. <laughs> All right, no close-ups. Sure will look like the, uh, the Mars rover. <laughs> Craters everywhere. <laughs> Okay. All right, now, are you going to stand up or what? I'm going to have to do something. All right, why don't you stand up? Okay. Are you dropping drawer? Uh, do you have boxers on? What I, are you doing? I have boxers on. I right, want you to drop drawer then, at least the top, like your short shorts. Okay. Oh, God. Can make sure I'm not hanging out. All right. What? <laughs> I don't need to show anybody up in here. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right, now... 
Here's the thing. We I'm, have... little, I'm getting a little nervous now. I wasn't before, but now... No. Wow. Okay. Is it because you're on camera? Um. No. No. He can tape. I. It's. I think it's about what I'm about to do. Right. Is making me a little nervous. Okay. So. You are going to pour the pop rocks into your hands. I think what I'm. All right. Okay. I, I'll tell you how he's going to do it. Okay. You know how you take a a pinch of chew. Right, you know, ah, with, okay. like three fingers of chew. Mm-hmm. That's how he's gonna do it. Okay, and that's how you're gonna do the pop rocks enema. <laughs> okay, I, I open the bag. Oh, yeah, we hurt. You, don't, I will give the play-by-play. Dubs and I will give the play-by-play. You just do it. Yeah, you just uh, worry about the action. Uh, and I want to hear it though. All right. Well, what if there's no moisture? <laughs> Should I? It's right. fine. No, it'll be fine. All right, take the pinch. Okay. Now, put the mic down. <laughs> All right, turn around. Now, do you want to help him out, Hefe? <laughs> what do you want me to do? Maybe. No. Okay. All right. Are you, uh... Not yet. Wait, what if I... <laughs> it's so dirty. It's so dirty. Is it done? No. <laughs> he, uh... He, he made sure everything was, you know, kosher with his fingers. <laughs> oh, God. Can you hear it? Let's see. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> shh, shh. Oh. Oh, you can hear it. Oh, my. <laughs> Bye, Curious VJ. It I, tingles. I, I, I can only imagine that it does. <laughs> what are you going to do? I think I'm going to go to the bathroom. Go wash your hands? Yes. And other areas? Lick your hands clean right now. Uh, no, thank you. Come on. <laughs> I, hey, I think you're looking good. Be somebody. Be, <laughs> if I am being somebody. I think I just was somebody. Stop grabbing the mic. I, <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> does it again. All right, I... 5,000. All right, good job. Let's hear it for Bicurious BJ. Are those Chunk's headphones? Yes, they are. His Bose headphones. All right, Snatchy Cake, are you going to do yours? He's touching all the doors. (laughs) Give Chunk's high five. Give Chunk's a high five. Hmm. All right, Snatchy Cake, you're going to do yours now? Uh, Yeah, I think so. Okay. All right, Snatchy Cake's. Is gonna do her part. <laughs> wow, there's nobody in the room. This is amazing. I know more people were around for Bicurious BJ. Snatchy cakes. Uh, Opening re- the bag. Readying. Doogie Tarantino acting Producing. as a producer. We like that. Getting the mic ready. Oh, this is, oh this they're is. snapping already. All right, <laughs> go, go, pop rocks. Um, douche. <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot better. That's excellent. Wow. <laughs> it actually feels kind of cool. I'm sure it does. Wow, this is... Okay. All right, well, let's hear it for Snatchy Cakes. Oh, okay, yeah, you turn off their mic. Look at them. You want a little help? Wow. Um... Dubs, we took it to a new level. Yeah. 
This is why it's the best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. This is for our boys in prison. The boys. The first part, anyway. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Chunks, you get all that? Um, oh, check this out. Dancers Royale. Free admission, half price drinks from 9 until close tonight. Valid ID and your heretic card. Ah, if you have a heretic card. It's uh, 5221 East Colonial Drive. So. Wonderful. The ladies from Dancers Royale are here. Probably be heading over there after the show, Doug. Definitely. Taking by Curious BJ with us. Mm hmm. Nice. All right, Dubs, you want to debrief this now before we bring in the girl? Sure. Uh, what'd you think of that? I was very surprised on the first one popping as much as it did. And uh, obviously, Snatchy Cakes is a very ready girl at all times. I love her. She's fantastic. And you could hear it with the pop rocks when she did it. I love her. Just the fact that she'll just do anything for the show. She's so cool. You want more to take home? I think they're doing a tour right now. No way. Are they really doing a tour? I don't know. Oh, I do see one of the web guys here. Oh, crap. How's it going? Oh, Jesus. They're Sometimes gonna... we forget it's a place of business around No, here. it's not. Not at night. No one's supposed True. to be up here at 1040 or 1025. Look at them peeking in. What the hell's going on in that? In the hideout. Christ almighty. Smells like Long John Silver and Pop Rocks. All right, Soph, what happened uh, when you followed BJ around with the uh, documentary? Okay, so we're filming it, right? And he uh, was cleaning up his right, area. area. When he uh, put the tissues in the in the toilet, uh, the toilet started popping. <laughs> did we get that on film? <laughs> we did. We oh, did. Pretty good soundbite. So good. It, it was pretty pretty solid. Hey, how long do you think it'll take for you to, like, produce up and everything for this documentary? Uh, give me about a week or two. I can get. That's get it? it? Oh, man. What Wonderful. Can, what what can we do for you? Is there anything you need to plug, like a website or anything you got going uh, on? We'll do it at the end. Okay. I'll get it all together. All right. Well, no. Just something. whatever you need for. Yeah, just uh, tell us. Following no around by Curious BJ and make this happen. Dubs, did we take it to a new level? I didn't think we'd ever be able to top the Snatchy Cakes. Had made these carrot. I think we uh, far surpassed that tonight. <laughs> when you throw uh, both uh, sexes in the mix like that with uh, the pop rocks, kind of yeah. it kind of takes it. And how about by curious BJ stepping up to be somebody, mm-hmm. offering, coming up with ideas, just so you could get a lap dance from the ladies from Dancers Royale. Well, worth it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. If you got your heretic card and your ID, get in for free. Half price drinks tonight. That's a great deal. I got mine. Mm-hmm. EMSTD in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, brother? What's up, fellas? First thing I want to say is um, I feel left out. I don't have a heretic card yet. Ah, we can get you one. That's no problem. We'll That's next, easy. Next time you're up, open door. We'll hand some more out. All right, cool. The second thing is, is uh, yeah, this is classic radio. This reminds me of the good old days back in D.C. almost. <laughs> yeah, this is the stuff that we do at uh, 1230. You know, 12.30 in the a.m. Wrapping up. Uh, Bing bong. 12.30 in the morning. Uh, just wrapping up the day at WJFK. Getting there at 10.30 in the morning. Yeah, and they're like, it's 12.30. What should we do? How about a Pop Rock Cinema? 
That'll kill a half hour. <laughs> All right, thank you, EMSDD. <laughs> He's right, though. This is old school, man. This is what they're doing at frat houses. I've always kind of wanted to go to a frat party just to get ideas for the show. I think we we put them to shame. I think we're darn near close. Although, I think most of the stuff, if they did it at a frat house, they'd get in trouble. But somehow, we're on the radio. It's okay. Yeah, everybody can hear us do it, and no one cares. Chuck Jock. I'm not going to lie to you. I feel a little dirty. That's why I was glad I wasn't in the same room. I kind of wish BJ dropped drawer. I think it would have sounded a little bit better. You could yeah, definitely... his, he was muffled a little bit, but that was, that was a good sound coming out of there. You could hear it, though, right? Yeah, without a doubt. I heard it. What a dirty kid. Who does that? <laughs> I mean, seriously. But you know what he's going to be able to say? He's going to be able to brag when he goes back to Fowlerville. <laughs> What'd you do on vacation? Pop rock enema. Lucky. Why'd you do it? 50th anniversary. The golden. Is that the golden? 50? I'm not sure. Dave and Altamont, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hey, guys. What's up? Hefe, Dubs, everybody. How's everything going? Yo. Fantastic on a Thursday night, man. Hey, man. just I, I had something previous I was going to say, but something else popped into my mind about that fraternity initiation type deal. Mm-hmm. That would be one hell of an initiation right there. Yeah, I think that would probably be enough... Uh... To get you in as a pledge, I don't think there's too much more you have to do after no. that. I wouldn't now, think. On top of that, though, if you look at it this way, I mean, seriously, which would you rather take, an initiation to a fraternity party, or for, to a fraternity, or to a, uh, if you think about it, uh, lap dances by strippers and stuff like that? Yeah, I, that is true. One of them is to just have, like, friends. The other yeah. one is to have hot chicks dance all over you. I mean, that's mm-hmm. a very good so point. You gotta look at it this way, though. He's making friends for life if he's going through a fraternity doing this. <laughs> yeah, but whatever. He's gonna have batch material for life after this that's next gonna be, segment. That's gonna be some serious friends right there. <laughs> Thank you, Dave. All right, let's take a break and come back with the lovely ladies from Dancers Royale. And get BJ his lap dance, his well-deserved lap dance. All right. Kyle McBride from HideoutHeretics.net says, "I'm in a frat." And the mindless entertainment we've come up with rivals the pop rock enemas, just so you know. Bring it. Yeah, well, don't hog all the... Uh... Don't hog all the ideas. If you have a good one, send it over. You want an internship? We're looking for summer interns. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Just another Thursday night in the hideout, dubs. Another day, another dollar. Real Radio 104.1. Tomorrow night... I would not be surprised if she canceled in the next 20 hours. Really? Marla Weech. Why would she? From Local 6 will be in in the hideout. Talk about her coming back to uh, doing a thing over at Local 6 in the morning starting on Monday. We exude professionalism here in the hideout. Yep. A little bit of everything. Keep some of those pop rocks for for tomorrow. Also, too, tomorrow is the second hideout fight club mm-hmm. between Bicarious BJ and Matt Albert. Packed day tomorrow, too. We didn't really get much done today, Dubs. No. Well, we did, but we didn't get anything done we planned. Yeah. Except for the Pop Rock Enema. That one came through. And now the lovely ladies from Dancers Royale are here. Free admission, half-price drinks from uh, 9 until close, bringing your valid ID and your heretic card. Mm-hmm. That's on East Colonial Drive uh, in Orlando. We will be over there after the shoe. We're going to all head over there. 
Show bike here is BJ. Good time. BJ, you came through. You did the uh, Pop Rock Cinema. Now you get your lap dance. Uh, the lovely ladies are here. We got the table set up here in the studio. Why don't you get up in the big chair? Ooh, yeah. Be careful. <laughs> All right, bike here's BJ now getting into his high chair on the table. Is there any song in particular that you would like to dance to or have them dance to? Yeah, bring that one over. You can bring that one over. Bring it up. How about uh, Kevin Federline? All right. Do you want the new Federline or do you want Popozow? I want, I want to hear the one we heard yesterday. All right, Popozow. Popozow. All right, let me get it for you. All right. If you, you can probably bring that mic up all the way to you. There you go, just like that. He hates it when I move the mic. It does. It sounds annoying. You can hear that, right? Yeah, absolutely. You're an ass. I hate you. All right. Talia and your name is? Amory. Amory and Talia are here from Dancers Royale with Rob. Dancers Royale and Colonial. We're going to head over there after the show, show uh, Bike Curious BJ a good time at Dancers. But now, BJ, it's your time. <laughs> it's your time up there. Definitely my time. You are on the table. In a chair, and uh, Talia, which uh, which lady would you like to uh, dance for you? <laughs> you I got a pick. Yeah, selfish or choice. Want, or do you want both? Well, I don't know bo- if it's possible to do both because we're on the table. I mean, it's a very tight quarter. So they can take turns. Oh, we'll tag team. Yeah. All right, tag team. Yeah. All right, fantastic. <laughs> you go first. All right, so you want to. <laughs> You want Popozow then, right? It's all ready. Oh, yeah. Kevin Federline. We don't have any West Side Story they could dance Yo. to, do we? That'd be great. But uh, All right, here we go. Ladies, if you want to come up on top of the uh, table. Rob, if you want to help them up there. All right, BJ, why don't you give her your headphones? Yeah, you don't need them. Yeah. All right, so. Now, you guys can't laugh if I fall well, we're not going to laugh. You can't fall, though, and you can't sue us if you fall. Well, keep it like a lumberjack match. If you fall, we just throw you right back in. Right. All right, go ahead and hop on up. Right, BJ, you're helping her get up on the table? Mm-hmm. All right, she's up on the table now. Talia's so hot. She was in here. There's a picture of Talia on RealRadio.fm when she was in last week with Maya. <laughs> look, at, look at BJ's face. It's like Christmas Day. BJ's already in shock. All right. Are we ready to hit the music? All right. Yeah. Go ahead and hit the music. (laughs) (laughs) BJ, feel free to comment. What is there to say? I like how everyone's just looking at BJ. <laughs> and he just looks at everybody else. How you doing her thing? This is the perfect strip club. Uh, yeah. I'm definitely glad I'm going up there afterwards. Dancers Royale. I'm definitely glad I'm going to Dancers Royale tonight. That's for sure. I like that. <laughs> What'd you like? Her slapping her ass? Yes. That was sexy. 
What? What did she do? You got to describe what she did. She uh, looked at you, put her finger into her mouth. Oh, okay. All right, let's tag. Let's tag out. Don't fall. All right, now we have a dancer tag team. As M. Reed now steps up. Two beautiful ladies from Dancers Royale. Gorgeous. so you can hear. You oh, there you go. Nice. She wow. sounds very nice. <laughs> she does. She looks very nice, too. Yeah. What are you thinking, BJ? I'm thinking I should uh, do a pop rock anima more often. I want to see some purple Dubs, it's like we're in From Dust Till Dawn. Mm-hmm. I'm just waiting for the ladies to turn into vampires. I think we have more of a chance of BJ turning into... Yeah. Wow. Nice. You know what's... You know what's funny is that BJ is uh, Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. From From Dust Till Dawn. He has that same stupid look on his face. You, you know, I could do that for you. Can you blame me? What you asked me for earlier, I could do that for you. Yeah. <laughs> Very gorgeous. You're a sweet talker, BJ. I'll tell you that much. What do you I'm like? Sweet. I'm just being honest. <laughs> tell her how much you like it. <laughs> tell her how much I like it. Yeah. I like it a lot. <laughs> Very. Wow. She did the splits. Oh jeez. Wow. This is definitely a uh, very pleasurable sight. You have a way with words. All right, let's hear it for Italian. Hideout Real Radio 104.1. I don't know if I want to go to that. All right, no, we're definitely going to Dancers Royale. All right, Talia, come here for a second. What's up? No, no, no. No, look look on the computer screen and see if we can go to that. Do you mind? Is he lying? Don't worry, but yeah, I guess he was lying then. I didn't want to. I don't think it's my stepfather. I hope it is. <laughs> All right, hold on a second. All right, Bob and Orlando, you say you're Talia's stepfather? Yeah. Is it him? Oh, wow. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Talia, Talia, put some of my headphones on. All right, Talia, go put on some headphones. All right, did you know what she did for a living? Bob. Bob, t- turn down your radio. Turn down your radio. Did all right, hold, Bob, you turned down your radio. Yeah, I got it off. All okay. Right. Do you know? Did you know what Talia did for a living? Yeah, I know what she does. Okay. Okay, so it's all cool. Yeah, that's fine. All right, but here's what's still weird about it. It's still like you're, you know, you're dry, listening. You're dry humping with your uh, girlfriend, and then all of a sudden, Dad comes in, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, he's like, "Hey, it's okay. That's right. I'm just here to grab a beer. <laughs> you guys get back to business." <laughs> Yeah, um, as long as she's working, she ain't taking my money. All right, well that's hey, that's a good attitude to have. All right, there's a uh, Bob and Orlando. Whoa, a lot of stuff here. Talia's stepfather, Jerry. Jerry. Wow, just another night in the hideout. BJ, your final thoughts on this? Uh, your next and that last night on the air here in Orlando. 
Uh, dear Mike's already on, stupid. That's the other. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Sorry. My final thought. I had a great time. This is one of the this is the best show of the week. And <laughs> what? It was. Was it not? Would you say this was the best show this week? They've all been fantastic. And I'm excited about going tonight. To Dancers Royale? Absolutely. It's going to be a good time. I'm going to consume some alcohol, if you don't mind. No, that's fine. I have no issue with that. Okay. I need to take the edge off after the pop rock. Right. <laughs> but I'm sure these ladies can help me. <laughs> what a creepy look he had. All right. We've got that for the documentary that we're shooting. Right on. Did you just point at the camera and say right on? I pointed on? at the camera quite a bit during the documentary. <laughs> <laughs> do it just again. wait till it turns out. It's gonna be. Fi- it's gonna be. Fi- Let, let's see it. All right, do another point. No, it's to the, the camera. camera. <laughs> what the hell? Right, it's radio, but it's still the funniest thing I've ever seen. Now we just got to put that behind Kevin Federline. I honestly, he does look like a cross. The more I look at him, between Conan O'Brien and K-Fed? No. And Quentin Tarantino. I don't know if I like the... I could deal with the Conan O'Brien. Why that? He's not pretty. Well, yeah, but Quentin Tarantino's... I love the guy, but man, he's not very attractive. (laughs) And you think you are? No, but I would think I'd be more attractive than Tarantino. You're not. Well, only because he has money. No, because you're shorter, you're fatter. I can lose weight. He's never going to grow that hair back. Yours isn't sticking around for much longer either. Where's mine going? I don't know, <laughs> but it's certainly not staying on your head. Do I have a receding hairline? Yes. I just have a tall forehead. Let's take a break and come back. Like a far side character. <laughs> Thank you to the ladies from Dancers Royale, 5221 East Colonial Drive. Uh, free admission and half price drinks from 9 until close if you bring your valid ID and your heretic card. We're going to head over there here in just about 15 minutes. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. But everyone seems uh, Michael Jackson restructures finances. <laughs> Cruz, baby won't have a Catholic baptism. No kidding. Um, it see. seems like just the most obvious news today. Yeah, it's just all kind of the same stuff. That's why we're doing pop rocks, <laughs> menstrual cycles. You know, I'd like to mix the two one day. I'm oh, sure we God. could. I mean, I, I don't know why. I, mean, I don't think that would. We'll be back in a week. Uh, <laughs> Doogie Tarantino and Snatchy Cakes reports grand jury investigating bonds. They were drank sangria. Why? Why take it there? There's no reason for you to do that. So it was really your stepdad that called in, huh? Yeah, I'm kind of embarrassed. Yeah, tell but you. it's it's cool. It's From cool. Is yeah. He, is he a cool stepdad? He doesn't care about the fact that you <clears throat> strip for a living? Um, no, he's actually really cool about it. He Has actually, he ever gone up there before? Yeah, he's been up there a few times. He uh, And watched you? <laughs> well, I'm not totally, you know, nude. It's not coming up. Close enough, but not... you're, uh, you're, you're, you know, kind of putting a sexual persona out there. It's yeah, hard to do that in but, front of him. Yeah, you got to make the money. Life's about the hustle. No, that is true. I mean, you always got to have a hustle, like he, but... Like he said, I'm not taking his money. I'm making my own money. But so. don't you don't think it's creepy that your stepdad would go up and watch you while you're working that hustle? Yes, it's creepy. It really is. But I just try to think he's looking at some other girl, not me. I hope he's for not. It. <laughs> I hope for it. There's but no I mean, reason why he's there. But I guess if you think about it, though, it'd be the same if you went swimming, you know, and Ew. your stepfather was there. Yeah, I mean, I still wear bottoms and pasties. So. Right. 
I mean, you exactly ever you're right. he doesn't see anything. Does he, um, you guys shower together? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, all the time. Mm. No, not really. It's not really my thing. BJ. Yes. Your thoughts on tonight? How did there? How did everything go tonight, BJ? I thought everything. It was it was a crazy night. I can feel the explosion of excitement in my mouth. <laughs> Are you looking fun uh, forward to Dancers Royale? I am, definitely. Why? Because it seems like it's gonna be a good time. What do you want me to say? Hello, look at us. Yeah. <laughs> no, look, look at the chair. You said you're not working though. Oh, well, I can, you I'll pull, know. Trust me, there are plenty. I mean, these ladies are gorgeous. They have tons of gorgeous girls over at Dancers. I'm, I'm excited. It's going to be it's gonna be a really good time. I've heard nothing but good things. And you, I only hang out with girls who like girls. Are yeah. you going to drink a lot? I wouldn't say a lot, but I'm definitely going to get bu- buzzed up. If that's okay with you. I don't care, whatever. All right. You're driving, right? <laughs> Dubs, are you driving? Why do I have to drive? All right, Matt's driving? Yeah. All right, Matt Albert, you're driving. <laughs> what? He'll get his hair did while you guys drink. Yeah. Yes. I wanted to drink. <laughs> Too bad. You don't get to. Bad. <laughs> Sorry. That's just where you are on the totem pole right now. Your little brother. Little brother gets to tote us around. All right. <sighs> well, all right, Dubs, let's recap what happened tonight. I look back. You were late for the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Khalil Carter and Brett Bushy came in for the Predators. Had yes, a great time with them. Also, too, talked about the Media Bowl. Insane in the Brain. Great game show. Ended up talking menstruation <laughs> for uh, half an hour. And then the fun with Pop Rocks began with By Curious BJ's Ass, uh, Snatchy Cakes Snatch. <laughs> and then we uh, got the dance from the ladies at Dancers Royale. I feel like we've been accomplished. If you're not listening to this radio show four hours a night, you are a moron. Tomorrow night, Friday night open door policy, the Hideout Fight Club, part two. Part two goes on tomorrow night. Um, Matt Albert versus Bicurious BJ. Also, uh, Marla Weech. From Local 6 will be in. And do not forget, on iTunes, under the stunt section, videos, brand new, J-Dubs, your Icy Hot Hot Sauce stunt. Oh, nice. Is on iTunes. And the uh, tasers? I don't think the taser one's on there yet. Yeah, people are pissed that the uh, webcams don't work. Yeah, I got a few of those, too. Sorry. You got to have a little something for us. All right, ladies, Dancers Royale, free admission, half-price drinks, nine until close, valid ID, heretic card, 5221 East Colonial Drive. We're on our way over there now with By Curious BJ. So come out and see Tally and Anne Marie. Absolutely. Thank you again to Rob for that. And uh, wake up with the Monsters in the morning, Shannon Burke middays, Phillips file in the afternoon, hideout's back at 7. Don't be ashamed to entertain listening to the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Funniest night show in America, obviously the best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. Dubs? Be somebody and always talk good. God bless King Dude. Question everything and stay classy. And stay tuned for the hideout. Actually, for the Real Radio Rewind. The best Real Radio in one hour. That's next. We'll see you at Dancers Royale. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000.
whore admitted and Mr. I'll be smacking my hoes. Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor. Step on them hard. Step on them hard. Kick him to the floor. Cause I'll be smacking my hoes. I'll be smacking my hoes. I'll be smacking my hoes. Not interested. I doubt. I. Five thousand.